Well, it sounds like you guys are having optimal iron banana gameplay. We are. Yeah. Yeah. I'm I'm very close to an iron lord because I have spent you some are. quality. I, time. I mean, I'm I'm five hours away, but you are quite close to. Wait, me. I thought you were iron lord last time we had this discussion. No, 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 that was me. Uh, yeah, he was the iron lord. I, I was know, I'm talking to him. I yeah no yeah Night Demon is the Iron Lord. I did not have the time to invest last week. So why last is he saying he's iron five lord? hours away from it? I'm confused. No, he said he's quite close to an Iron Lord, and I uh-huh. said, well, I am quite close. <laughs> I'm five hours away. <laughs> Joke gone wrong. Mm-hmm. Welcome to Two Titans and a Hunter, a Destiny Two podcast. Dedicated in bringing you all the latest information, news, and opinions. This is the best show for new and veteran guardians alike, where we share tips, tricks, and tools to help you succeed and enjoy playing even more. So with all that said, let me hand you over to your hosts, the Triumph Hunting Titan Night Demon, the Pink Panted Pansy Proti, and your Hunter Master Ranger, Mr. No One Responds in Real Life! This is the first time I've played Destiny all week. Mm. Work was it a norm- nightmare. It normally is Absolute for you, nightmare. Question. No, no. Is, I've been we, playing we've a lot played of this before. We've gone over Ooh. this before. This is your time for you to play Destiny and talk mm. to us. Mm-hmm. You know, Luna allows you this time to play. This is it. Actually, Luna and both kids are at a birthday party. Hey, what's up, Golden God? Um, but no, uh, I, I I normally play throughout the whole week, dude. That's why I've I've completed all my everything for this season. But like this Don't week, make statements that you cannot back up. It's people are watching me. My my you, shit is you, done. You haven't no. gotten any exotics from any of the new content. Don't say you've right. So you've everything. done everything. Have you gilded okay. your? Uh, <laughs> What is it? The, uh, I will yeah, have, you, have you gilded your dredging this season? I will never gild. Have you gilded Indian. your conquer title this season? I, I don't understand why you don't understand gilded English. Jedi t- title this season. I will never gild. Have anything. you got yourself an Iron Lord title this season? <laughs> Definitely not. Have you got? <laughs> you've got a Reaper title, haven't you? Yeah. That's it. So you haven't you haven't finished all the challenges because let's face it, there's sure have. a couple more. No, I finished more. all the ones that matter to me. Have you done a grandmaster? No, I need. Uh, wait, yeah, I have you haven't done all the grandmaster? I did do a grandmaster. Don't come at me that you've done everything. I did do a grandmaster. You've I, done I, I, I what limited things in your brain have said that you can do. You have not done everything, so don't yep, make. Things. I've done everything that matters, no. except the, the the two exotics. <laughs> except, 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 except for the except. things you really want. The exotics. I've been trying. I've been doing all my weekly, sir. I have made the effort to get the exotics. Bungie just gives me the big middle finger as far as getting them dropped. Okay. So welcome to the show, everybody. This is the respawn bashing week, where we take the time out of our daily lives to take the Mickey out of respawn for not actually completing everything in the game. I am Night Demon. Parody is joining me here, bashing respawn. Who is giving up uh, the fight very quickly? No, I won. No, we're I did. We're, support, we're just supporting sir. him in a different way than he's used to. That's all. It's yeah, all. It's like, all. The show is all about positivity. <laughs> yes, this is a very. This is a very positive show. We're just. We're just supporting him differently. Like some people are differently abled. We're. We just offer different levels of support. This um, is the. This is the way you support an angry titan. I mean, hunter. 
Sorry. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. That's but, every week. No, actually, no. Technically, you are tight in this season because you lost the bet. That was it. And he is angry. Either way, I mean, explain to people because they might not know an, why an infinite the, the hunter out of the group is still playing as a titan. If you're watching the live stream, oh, everybody that's watching the stream right now knows why I'm stuck on a titan. <laughs> no, no, but new people, new people to the show, or people no, that they they know what he's done. They yeah. know what he did. Well, he knows what he did. He made two stupid bets back to back, and now he's paid the price. The second one shouldn't have been stupid. The second one, we had a you, chance. They just let the warlocks win. I was let down. And funny enough, I was thinking to myself today, do I make another bet with him? Is he stupid (laughs) enough to take up the bet so that it would be the third season in a row that he plays the Titan? Negative. I mean, I probably would take the bet depending on the bet, but I'd make sure it it wasn't as one-sided as it's been thus far. And I think, you know, I... We we've had we've had our laugh, you know. We, we, we've the, laughed, we've cried, and the the people have seen that you've got very upset about playing as a titan for a couple of seasons. So it, I think it's time to let you go back to your hunter because you're at your best. You <gasps> you're at your best when you're on your hunter, and you've been looking forward to actually playing more of your hunter, haven't you, for mm-hmm. next season? And then you'll have the full plethora of void arc and solar to play with. Mm-hmm. That you've kind of missed out in the last couple of seasons. Speaking speaking of, you guys hardly play with me, but um, my Titan buddy I always play with. He okay. took an opportunity to take stabs at me too. He goes, "You know what? This has been a good season." I'm like, "Why?" He goes, "Because when you play as a Titan, you're actually an asset to the team." I'm like, "Buddy," <laughs> <laughs> I was like, "Have you been talking to Night Demon?" <laughs> take it back, you, Micah, best buds. Uh huh. I don't doubt it, but yeah, definitely want to get back on the hunter. Try out a bunch of stuff that I haven't had the adequate time to play. Fair enough. Boop. I'm just hoping there's still viable solar builds when Arc 2.0 or 3.0 comes oh, out. Oh, there absolutely are. There's well, I should say if you have a class that can exist outside of needing the modifiers for the season, there the will be plenty of plenty of viable viable builds. Yeah. The restoration I put on and honestly noticed like no difference. I mean, yeah. again, I'm playing a class that has all the restoration already with his <laughs> big, with his big beefy arms. But I was like, I even put on the warlock and I was like, well, wait, that just seems stupid to do it on the warlock. The warlock has built in restoration. Agreed. So like I've been looking up builds, right? And Titan, I got the build right now that I, that I can just keep it on. It's got all the restoration without having to use restoration. Uh, yeah. Mod, right? So when Arc 2.0 comes out, this build that I'm currently rocking is still very, very, very good. Very viable, very deadly. Warlock. I've seen a bunch of builds where it's the same thing. It, it, it doesn't matter when Arc... Stop, 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 stop. Can we just go back and rewind a couple of seconds? Wait till Arc 3.0 comes out. You'll be really impressed with it. Yeah, when Arc 3.0 comes out, you'll still have a build on your Titan that you're going to rock. No, no. Just, you didn't let me finish that, what I was saying. I was saying the Titan and the Warlocks have options to play Solar 3.0 whenever arc 3.0 comes out right but as far as i've seen i haven't seen a hunter build that still has all the restoration options available that a titan and a warlock has once that classy restoration mod goes away well it's i mean you don't deserve restoration you're playing the wrong thing that's what i'm hearing Um, you might be right but who knows (laughs) what arcs come oh god who knows what arc is uh is bringing forth so i don't know yeah, Ark, Ark, I'm really curious to see yeah, like just what, like what our verbs are. Like, what what are we going to have to build this around? 
which well, well I'm hoping you're gonna have it stunned. I'm hoping you got it stunned because electricity, you know, stuns ideally, right? But well, aside from you, I'm sure you can stun at the moment, can't you, with some of the grenades? And then there's chain lightning. Chain yeah, lightning is another one. Yep. The yep. chaining, I would love to see them build it too. I'm afraid it's going to be like the warlocks get all the chain lightning, but I would love to have a little bit of chaining built in because that just is a lot of fun. Maybe the chaining is going to be a bit like the ignition, where you, you know, with the warlocks, where they click their fingers, or with the incandescent perk, you know, you get mm -hmm. a shot on somebody and then it just chains to the other people if they're close enough so maybe it's not too op but it's cool enough to using like pve activities well up here not he's kind of boring like what are the verbs gonna be you know yeah yeah, Stun, yeah, paralysis, yeah. Like, like chain, lightning. i mean yeah yeah and then like the chain lightning like i don't, I don't like i don't think it's gonna be like amazing it's not gonna be like you know grandmaster level you're gonna kill everything with chain landing just this this will help you know it's sort of like the you know sort of like the the, the poison will give you a little bit of tick damage right. I just want to chain a little bit or that one warlock grenade that chains to the people nearby. And it's like, yeah, just give me a little bit of chain lightning. Or, your, or the Titan grenade, the, your Titan electric grenade is so deadly, dude. Please, please, please. I know it's a bit too late, Bungie, but please, can we have the D1 version of those lightning grenades? No. Because, all, no, all classes can then have no. access, access to them. <laughs> yeah, no, every, yeah, really? everybody gets them. So, but the D1 lightning grenades fantastic please can you just up them slightly to be like t1 you know yeah, i don't just, want just to have something. to stand there throw it stand there look at my watch and go are you gonna start you know sparking out <laughs> are you gonna get somebody? No. yeah I, I make that same call for every grenade it's just i i miss the d1 grenade where we're, we're you know grenades are grenades and they actually killed things versus i'm gonna stick this to your forehead and you're gonna run around and shotgun me and then maybe you'll die later my, look, don't even come at me with that. The freaking hunter, uh, uh, god damn it, proximity. I'm blanking out, man. It's all one word, six of walls, and it's like a proximity mine. You get closer to detonates. That's the trip it. mine. Trip mine, thank you. The trip mine, I have stuck in people's foreheads. It has detonated and right. then that's, done no what, damage to them. Yeah, no, that's what I'm saying. The gr grenades as a whole are weaker than they used to be. I miss, uh, I miss when grenades were actually useful in pvp to get kills and not just like hold down areas or maybe you know if the the scatter grenade scatters and hits you enough times or that or the the skip grenade skips and hits you enough times maybe you'll get a kill yeah but we'll see because we're only uh a little over a month away a month and a week, five weeks or a something month? from then why are we already on the last iron banana if we still got a whole last well, one because there's only two iron banners this season bungie said you only get to have two I don't oh. know why we don't we don't like it we don't support it. Um, I'm assuming it's because they ran into you know some sort of time constraint with uh, Mr. Saladin Brackus. I've got better things to do than run Iron Banner for you. I assume it's just you know he he'd hit the end of his hours and they don't want to pay him overtime. Yeah. Meanwhile, Zavala's over you know doing entire Resident Evil TV show, so he's got time. Come on, <laughs> Saladin. What's what's wrong? What's going on? But while we're talking about Iron Banner, let's see if our PSA that we put out on Twitter. And thanks to Mr. Cheese Forever for kind of forwarding that to the larger audience of Destiny. Just to remind people that the Iron Banner engrams will disappear. So these are the ones that are up on the top right-hand corner of your bar that you can collect from just leveling up. If you leave them there, like I have, I think I've got 47 that's sitting there at the moment. Collect those before the end of the week because they will be completely removed. Now, uh, 
and this is due to the fact that Bungie just refresh all vendors at the end of the season. So you'll get a complete vendor refresh, have to start from fresh. Same with trials, any other vendor that's around the tower, make sure you collect them. But the, the main thing that I think Bungie forgot to tell us is go and collect them from Saladin because he won't be back for the rest of the season. Normally we have like two or three iron banners and this is the first time we've had this rework. So I think it's kind of just been overlooked, which is why we've kind of put it out there as much as we can and I've posted it in discords just to make sure that people are aware. I did get a fun reply on, on one of the discords saying, so what happens if I don't play Iron Banner? I said, well, it still matters because you have to still go and collect it. So, but Then you then you have nothing to collect, I assume. I know, they have to go and play Iron Banner. I think I talked them into playing Iron Banner just so they had to go and collect them. Yeah, I mean, I mean, honestly, Iron Banner in the past, it's been it's been a harder harder thing, I feel like, to talk people into this season. Now, again, by the time you're hearing this, you basically lost your opportunity or maybe you have a day until Tuesday reset to go play. But all of the bounties, instead of, you know, go getting 15 kills with scout rifles and do this with your auto rifle and grab your hand cannon, it just play matches. I did, a, there is a little caveat to that, which I did realize after playing several it's, matches. It's play matches. Yes. Right. It's, it's play matches with the subclass you've been on all season. Well, like, like it, it's been plays play matches with solar, solar avoid. I think it is. Yes, it is. So don't trust. So, yeah. yeah. Don't, don't swap so, to arc. Don't swap to stasis unless you finish that like engram right, for that yeah. day. Unless you're done and then you can, yeah. And then you can play whatever you want. But yeah, it's, it's just, but that's all you need to do. Put on the per- appropriate subclass and just complete matches. Win, lose, draw. It does not matter what you run with. It doesn't matter what you do. As long as you're on the right subclass you are getting credit and you are getting pinnacles to drop. You are getting four pinnacles to drop through that week. And, you know, as always, if you wait till the end of the end of the week, because you know, basically, you know, each of the four days you get one set of those, one set of those bounties. Um, it's a challenge on the uh, director, isn't it? On the director yeah. for the Bannon mode. It'll tell you how many matches you need to play to get the next pinnacle reward up to, I think, because if you, like I said last week, if you wait until now, uh, Saturday, you've got all four you can do on each character. So if you play 18 games on one character, you have a chance to get all four of those pinnacles. Yep. And then, yeah, it's four pinnacles. You're just, you're, you just have, you have these lovely pinnacles just dropping for you just for completing matches. And they are powerful pinnacles. So if you are at 1560, they do drop, I think it's plus two or three light higher than what your current light is. So yeah, that's what I've been seeing. In the, uh, 1565 they should be dropping at 57 or 58 depending on where you are kind of in that split so they are quite powerful ones whereas just doing the normal three crucible ones is only a plus one in your power so either it matters to you or either it doesn't but there is a challenge to hit the pinnacle power for this season which is 1570 yeah so as i mean you you can make the games go faster as I, i told these guys earlier you can grab the spark, you can walk it to your own rift and wait for the enemy team to come to you, kill you, and just dunk it right there. So there are ways of making it go faster so that you don't have to spend much time in there. You you could yeah. just be helping out the enemy team. And let's let's just put praise for Bungie. They, they've adjusted the mode from the last time it was here about a month ago. If you're getting dominated by like a, a really sweaty team, whether you're in solo playlist or you're in the normal iron banner list then if they get to three dunks on you that's it three and three and oh that's it over and done with your mercy you're out of there so if you have a good team you're facing and it's it's backward and forth it's it's really good although 
I, th- I did hear somebody say, oh, if if you go up like three to one, uh, the game still ends. But I played a couple of games where the other yeah, team, yeah. we were three up and they got one and then we they were fighting for their second or we were fighting for our fourth and it still carried on because it was still quite a competitive match. It was quite cool. So sometimes yeah, that's, you that's can what I noticed too. You know, it depends on how hard you're fighting each other, really. Yeah, yeah, like the mercy has to be total incomplete because yeah, like like a couple of times, like one team will get one and then the other team will get three in a row, and it's not going to mercy you. Yeah, it seems like it has to be like a three to three zero. Like if anybody, if there's a one on either side of the board, you're going to play the whole match out. Or you wait until the other team gets the fourth, mm-hmm. and then Saladin goes. You know, I think I'm maybe I yeah, should have called yeah. this earlier. But yeah, I mean the changes have been good. There's. I haven't seen anybody complaining about the glitches and Mm-mm. repeated spawns. Although I did catch one the other day. We, um, I think we got the dunk or the other team got the dunk. So it was only one spark. It was the first spark. And then the screen went black and we sat there and we sat there and we sat there. And I, was, I went into my menu, had a look at my character. I was like, this is entertaining. Came back, it put us all back at the start and then it just went game over. It's like, okay. Um, so we won then. <laughs> that was quick. <laughs> and we're out. Did they give you any credit for that, or is it? Just... Oh, yeah, it gave us credit for it, but it was just really weird that it it did that. So maybe the game—that's the way of the game coping. If it feels that it's going down that route of I'm going to start glitching out, maybe it kind of adjusts behind the scenes and just goes, "Well, whoever got the dunk, that's it." And I actually yeah. got a game that went to a tie this week—the first time ever I actually got a tie. So we—I we, think mm-hmm. we'd all got. Like three two or three dunks. Yeah, we've got two or three dunks on each team, and then the three sparks were across the map. We all ran to the sparks and things, and nobody could dunk it in the time frame. And that was it. They just all exploded, and it just went to a draw. So it was the first time I've had a draw in Iron Banner. That's wow. Cool. Yeah, yeah. I've had I think three overtimes this year. I think I, I think I saw it once last time. I've had three, three or four this time. Two, our team is one. One, our team did not because I don't think they understood what they were doing. Yeah, but yeah the, the the multi-ball is way too much fun. There, there should be more multi-ball rift. It's it's way Sorry, too what? much fun. Multi-ball? Yeah. That's the thing? Well, it, yeah. yeah. When, when you end, end in a tie, the game will, will reset you and then give you a, a map with three sparks on it. <laughs> and then whichever team grabs the first one and dunks it, takes that win. Nice. Maybe Bungie should change it up even more and have every person respawned with a spark to start off with and see who can get to the other side of the map quicker. And you'll see oh. kind of warlocks and titans flying past each other going, oh, God, they've got a spark. I've got a spark. <laughs> Are we going to get to the other person's spark quicker than the other? That would be it. Because then you, I think you're more likely guaranteed to get a winner out of that. Cause... Yeah, but I think whoever's got the warlock on the team is going to win that one. Because right now, oh, warlocks cross map. No, like I, I was... I, I played on my Warlock. I was blinking all over the place, 100% mobility, uh, the, the Astrocyte verse. I saw a Titan literally fly that map. He was shoulder charging across the map, going a lot faster than I was. And I was thinking, maybe I should go back onto my Titan for a little bit. Yeah. yeah there's... Was he sword skating? I've seen them do that a lot. No, there's no. there's some, there's a couple of methods. I've, I mean, I don't remember what they are. I remember seeing videos being like, here's how you can move really fast as a Titan. There's a couple of skating methods and stuff out there where you can absolutely truck. And I, and there's some mechanic where you can bounce into each other and propel each other forward. So that's oh, happened to me a couple of times. 
there was that somebody posted on Twitter. There was a hunter with the spark and he was on the same team as this Titan. And he jumped up and the Titan jumped up behind him, shoulder charged him in the back. And he went flying, <laughs> literally flying across the map <laughs> to the spark, just through that uh, gap in disjunction uh, near the, like, oh, where the beautiful. And he literally just flew to the spark. He just went so fast past the opposite team. It looked fantastic. Oh, no. so there, there are methods of kind of getting your team across there. <laughs> yeah, no, you know, I didn't see that, but I've definitely been like, again, like, like when you're all running, when the game first starts and you're all running on, on the disjunction particularly, and all of a sudden, yeah, somebody will, somebody will do something behind me because I'll be going, and I'm just, yeah, rocketed ahead. It's like, okay, somebody, somebody knows a way to boost people or just dumb luck. Yeah. Shoulder charges into someone just right. And speaking of disjunction, this is the, the map that's kind of come in Destiny 2 that's like Throne World-esque. And I saw a video by Scarrow9, which I will put in the show notes, which is really interesting. Basically, the disjunction map that they've used is the same map from Destiny 1, the D1 Frontier. Do you remember this one, guys? This was the one that's got the bridge in the middle. Not by name, no. It's got that bridge in the middle, and it's got the two warehouses on either side, like the train track in the middle. And you could fight where the carriages are. You could go underneath the bridge. Um, It's kind of got water running through it. Do you not remember this one? It sounds familiar, but I'm definitely it looking sounds it up like because I need map once I see a on picture, it. I will recognize it. You'll see yeah. it anyway. So yeah, Scarrow does this video of literally frame by frame, shot by shot of this is the bridge. This is the bridge in disjunction where we're kind of fighting across that middle bit. It's exactly the same layout because the bridge curves in disjunction, which I didn't realize until he pointed it out. And the bridge also curves in the uh, oh, frontier yeah. as well. Yes, yes. It it points out to where, you know, where the boxes are in Frontier to where they've kind of just remodeled, kind of put Throne World stuff over the top and where the heavy is over on that kind of grassy knoll on Disjunction. And there's a kind of pillar there where the heavy is. There's a pillar also very similar in Frontier on Destiny 1 as well. So they've kind of repurposed that map, but just made it look (laughs) Throne Worldy. It's really cool. I I mean, I didn't pay much attention when disjunction came along but obviously you know it's it's a good idea maybe they should put frontier in the game as well you know if if they've got it in the system stick it in there as well it's obviously plays very much like disjunction yeah it's it's basically there just update update the uh (laughs) textures a second time and you're all set but how did you wild i was gonna say i mean respawn hasn't really played but how do you feel still playing on the same three maps that we have from a couple of months there's a third map because I swear I've only seen <laughs> Disjunction and Bannerfall this week. Like I, I could not tell you what the third map is because I swear to you I have not seen the third map at all this week. Oh come I've on, you must have seen, seen the other map. Two. I'm not sure I have. I I will I will pull up. I will find the uh, the the post game carnage reports for Bungie and look. But I'm I don't think I have. I really don't think I have. I think it's it's only been these two over and over again. So you've got Convergence, which is the one with the mm-hmm. Moss and Vex kind of theme with the big square box in the middle where the B flag is. Sure, no? you, you you can tell me it's there. I, I mean, I mean, I definitely saw it last <laughs> Iron Banner for sure. This this week, I I don't think I have. I think it's only been Disjunction and Bannerfall, and that's it. These are all words that you're saying. Yep, yep. I totally get that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Disjunction, Bannerfall, and Convergence are the three maps. 
But I can remember where to go. I, to I find wish those I wish they'd have thrown in another one, but maybe it's mm -hmm. just because where they're trying to find the data and they don't want to kind of too, you know, skew from it too much. Maybe the next Iron Banner will get more maps. Maybe, hopefully, cross your fingers, we get oh, another. Oh, right, right. Okay, yeah, yeah. Okay, and, 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 you know, there have been a couple convergences. You're right. I was totally, you know, I have seen that a handful of times, but it is literally like I'll have 10, I'm looking like, there's like 10 banner falls and disjunctions in a row, and then they'll throw in a convergence every now and again. Mm. So I've seen it, but it's been very rare. Super rare. Yeah, I just, I can't understand how y'all are doing this. <laughs> so T-Rex King earlier, he's all like, my game has devolved into... Uh, War Pig <laughs> with uh, Sweet Business. I was like, ooh, don't let parody hear you say that. That's peak gameplay to him. I mean, they're, 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 I've seen a couple people. I mean, again, if if you're running with a group, it can be very strong. I, yeah. I've not tried it just because I've been running so, except for a, a, I met up with Nautilus Demand last night. We ran a little bit, but I've just been doing this solo because I've been on it ran, weird random times for, you know, short short little bits. Yeah, but I've seen a couple of people with sweet business again running with you know sort of like you know su you know support characters. <laughs> you can absolutely clear the way with that sweet business if you have people to back you up. If it's just you and a sweet business, good luck. I think oh. at the beginning of the week I play uh, uh, just for a laugh. I put the sweet business, uh, the acting wall rig on on my Titan, and I was just I think it was just because there was a bounty increasable that said I had to get ultra rifle kills. So I thought. What's the most fun that I can have with an auto rifle? <laughs> the sweet business. And I was using it, I think I was using it in Iron Banner. And I, I got teabagged by a hunter who just kind of <laughs> me out every mm -hmm. single time. And I mean, he was using something like like the last word and Lord mm -hmm. of Wolves and things like that. I'm thinking, you can you must be able to see I'm not actually trying to play the game. I don't understand why I'm getting teabagged. I'm doing it for fun it's my fun maybe it was just... a fan you have something maybe it's somebody who listens to the show and they can't no. otherwise communicate with you no it, it, it doesn't matter there, there's always those super toxic people who are like i'm gonna teabag you like dude you're i'm not trying I'm, I'm glad you think you're good but nobody cares yeah i mean if if i was going super sweaty i wouldn't be putting on a sweet business it's it's right. not my not a sweaty loadout it's my i'm gonna do a stupid thing and just walk around the corner and hold this button down that's it if you happen to be the person there, then you know. Yeah, you shouldn't have been there. You made a bad life choice, man. That's fine. You know, that's yeah. how it if, happens. If you continue to peek, that's not his fault. The only sweaty part of the, about the sweet business is going and, and getting sweeper bot to sweep up all of those shell casings after you're through. <laughs> you're doing so great, and you've got the spark, and then your team is like, "We could pick up the spark and our dead comrades, or we could just take the spark and run into the oncoming gunfire." Ooh, ooh, I bet I know which one they did. I bet I know. I bet you do, too. It's, it's, it's the oncoming gunfire, isn't it? Isn't yeah, it? The, the, obvious, the obvious choice. Run headlong into the machine gun fire. I mean, that's Yay! that's what you would do. Of course. Why not? What that's... are you asking of these people to actually pay attention to the mode or not? Yeah, I know. It's it's a lot to ask. I, I have many asks of them. I mean, one of them is just pay attention to the fact that you're actually playing a game really with an objective, objective yeah. at all like <laughs> like at all i i played the game i swear to god it was just like it was the team just teaching treat yeah treating it as just death, death match like not mm. no one on either team made any effort to actually collect the spark the one or two people per team who actually did pick it up it's like they picked it up you know made minimal headway with it 
And then it just sat there for a while guys, until somebody it. else bothered to touch you know it. What? <laughs> yeah, the, it, I've seen a couple of people take off the wrong way on that new disjunction map because it's especially like they were un, like they were underneath, uh, okay. you know, like running through the sewers, and they were like, "I'm out." Oh wait, that's not the way I need to go at all. That that number's getting further away from that nice red icon <laughs> on my on the map where I'm supposed to take this. Whoops. <laughs> Somebody with a horse. My boy over here in the chat's like, somebody with a horse. Somebody oh, with a horse. Somebody every, with a horse. Every wither horde, <laughs> sir. Every wither horde. The wither horde is having its day in the sun. Yeah. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, since half the meta is, you know, cower behind a wall in flames, the wither horde's a good counter to that. I I'm going to sit here. No, you're not. <laughs> Between that and the, uh, you know, Warlock, big, big uh, bubble grenades that just spit fire periodically. You can hold down a spark or an area with one of those. And it's like, I'm going to pick this up. No, you're not. Or if you do, you're not making it very far once you have it. Right. This is my safe space. Are you sure? Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. You that's, I mean, because yeah, that's the beauty of those in the Wither Horde both is you can't get you can't get revived while you take that Wither Horde tick damage. No, oh, yeah. so you, you can't revive anybody. Yeah, you can't revive anybody. Yeah, you, 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 you can throw revived. a Wither Horde down. Yeah, throw a wither horde down and be like, I'm not here, but the wither horde's here, and you're not getting any of your friends. You have to sit there and think about what you've done while that wither horde times out. <laughs> Which is also funny for people to watch. They're like, can I sit here with the spark long enough to not get killed and res my friends <laughs> before someone shows up? Uh, that's a negative 10 for a good buddy. But the the oh, Iron Banner like, Rift is a completely different animal it, than the other game modes if you're going in there to just get kills then yeah i mean it's just like other kind of yeah, game shame. modes and it doesn't count it doesn't count towards anything unless your team is actually getting the win mm. um it's a i think we said this before didn't we that you have to have a kind of different mindset and a different kind of it has to be team gameplay you just have to work as a team there have to be revives there have to be positions and you have to work as a team a wave to get launcher that. is good i think in pvp uh, no granted i'm not the pvp guy but you guys you're, right you're the talking, wave you're, you're talking to good, chat right? again yeah but I'm, I'm bringing it up to you guys like the wave uh, launchers i would assume are good in pvp as as an overall uh the only the only grenade launcher right? i've seen in pvp is the wither horde and one dude with a fighting line one dude singular fighting line yeah one i mean or I should say, I've gotten killed by the fighting lion one time with one guy in one game. I'm sure they're more out there, oh, but I'm so sorry you if, if you're not really mountaintops recluse this this one. I've seen a couple of recluses, but no mountaintops. Again, I'm sure they're out there. I, I'm also I've, I'm also strictly sticking to team Iron Banner. I was going to ask, have you done any of the solo Iron Banner? I've been sticking to the team Iron Banner because I figure one, I can you know give me the chance to put me in with people working together. I'll happily go join. That two stack or three stack working together going, okay, we're going this way. I'll go with you. This seems fun. Versus like, you know, solo iron banner is just absolute chaos. There's, there's, <laughs> you're basically at the mercy of who is the single best person in that lobby and are they going to play the objective? So even, even if you go in by yourself, you still go into the team mode. You're not afraid it, of getting like, no. you know, six stacked. No, not at all. I've, I, I've been six stacked once this week and we got mercy very quickly. So, who cares? They, yeah, they yeah. The, the only time I the only time I mind getting getting six sacked is when teams treat it like not rift and just farm you for kills and don't actually try to end the game so it goes the full ten minutes while they just farm you for kills. 
for what reason, I guess it boosts their KD because again, the game's not showing you any stats. You're not getting anything in the game to say, oh, you've got a 20, 20 kill tree. Good for you. You still won the game or maybe you lost it. Uh, one team is where like oh, nearly lost the game because they just weren't playing the objective just farming us for kills and we were almost able to score. There's no title to guild with this game mode, is there? Iron Iron Lord next time. Next season. Yeah. Just by farming kills. No, I don't think there'll be. I think it'll be like making sure that you dunk the rift, protect the rift runner again. It'll be things like that. Yeah, Do like stuff playing, yeah, playing the objective. The objectives, yeah, which is what it pretty much was this time. Play the game mode, play the objectives, do what it says on the tin, and you'll get to be an Iron Lord. Just reset your rank twice. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just play a lot of it. Yeah, I mean, I, I played a lot in the solo playlist, which was good fun, just playing by myself. And then this week I decided I was going to start up a stream because I wanted to interact with some of our listeners. So what and are you I, streaming on? Because I'm curious. What do you mean, what was I streaming on? His Xbox. Like, are you streaming on OBS? Are you streaming on, like... Uh... Xbox. Xbox. I streamed Xbox to Twitch and I also then mirrored that over to YouTube. So I had two chats open talking to two different sets of viewers, which was quite good fun. Uh, I did a test stream on, I think it was Wednesday, where I was kind of just testing it out and seeing how it would run. And then Thursday, I did a, a full length stream, five and a half hours, and we got quite a lot of viewers and I interacted with everyone there and was having a really good time chatting to everybody. And then I linked up with a couple of players from Twitch and the YouTubes that were watching. They came and joined me in Iron Banner. We had really good fun playing in the, the main Iron Banner playlist. Problem was, I mean, I think we only got like about two or three wins. And Drum Raider was somebody that was chatting on YouTube. And he was like, can I come and join? And he came and joined us. And we lost like about four or five games in a row. And I was like, I am not leaving this until we get you the win. <laughs> we need to get you one, at least one win or before 20 minutes is up. Cause I, I, I didn't hear of it either, dude. So you're not alone. Yeah. How, how did, like, did you broadcast this to anybody that you were doing this? Cause T-Rex is upset. He didn't know that this was going on. Yeah. I, I streamed to our two Titans and a Hunter Twitch stream. And also over on YouTube on Two Titans and a Hunter. I didn't even know we had a Two Titans and a Hunter Twitch stream. What the hell? When was all this set up? This you, was set up ages ago. This was set up before yours was set up. or about yeah. the same time. The Two Titans and a Hunter? Yeah. We've like never used it, but it's there. It exists. Clearly. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. We make lots of things. We don't use many of them, but we make many things. Yeah, I guess we do. I mean, it was kind of half, half of like, I want to kind of interact a bit more with our community and play the game at the same time and share my terrible gameplay. And I must apologize to Ken's ghost. He must find it really infuriating because he keep, he was sending me messages saying, <laughs> have you tried lowering your settings on this? Because <laughs> I can see that you're really, you're terrible basically. And I was like, no, Ken, I'm, I'm really sorry. I, I forgot to do my settings. And I did adjust it afterwards. And he was telling me all these different loadouts to use. And I was throwing caution to the wind and just kind of going with, Blind, like Titans. On his the peacekeepers, and I think it was uh, like the Terrorbur and the Huckleberry. We were kind of he was telling me about using that. I mean, it's not the problem is it's not uh, a gameplay that I'm used to, so it was kind of really hard to suddenly to adjust that and play. I like to spend a lot of time like faffing about with my build and making sure that everything kind of synergizes rather than kind of trying to mix it up on the fly as I'm flying to the next Iron Banner match. It was a mm-hmm. bit hard. 
Mm-hmm. So yeah, I will hopefully stream again on Wednesday and then probably uh yeah, Tuesday I'll probably do a stream, uh, a, a full stream again. Um maybe not five and a half hours like this week, but length of that maybe. I will put it up on socials if and when I'm gonna go live so other people can join us. So so where would where would people go to, to would they go to twitch.tv slash two titans and a hunter, all spelled out, no numbers? They would. And the same on, it's the same on YouTube with our YouTube channel. So if you go and subscribe over there and click that notification button, apparently it will tell you. But yeah, thank you very much for all the feedback that everybody gave and is much appreciated. And we will keep doing what we're doing. Well, I am now an Iron Lord, so my work here is done. Congrats, Parody, on the Iron Lord. Somebody's calling out to you. Thank you, thank you. My work here is done. I've uh, I've I've now taken the warlock and the titan through the iron banner, and now I'm done with iron banner. Because no, 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 don't. <laughs> <laughs> there are many more banners to come, and many more games to have be had. No, correct. D- done with iron banner for now. Since I've done literally this nothing, I've I've done literally better. nothing this week except for play iron banner. Like literally nothing. So now That's I'm going to go do some like you know other thing. pinnacles and things. Well, if you've you've literally finished doing that, would you like to tell the kind of people what D two underscore N W I D underscore zero seven one three two zero two two means? I would, and because because I, I saw this our next week in Destiny had this you know secret code on it, and I'm going. I think I, I the same thought many of us did. Is this some sort of you know fun game you're playing with us, or is this just a weird bug? And so I, I went to Reddit this morning in my half a week half awake state to go. Are people talking about this? And yeah, it's mostly likely, you know, D2, Destiny 2, NWID, next week in Destiny, and then the date, 7-13-2022. So probably not a fun puzzle, probably just a weird little bug that, you know, a variable in the system that didn't get updated. So that's what we have. And what it actually tells us now, now we did actually get Team Scorch this week. That was accurate. So I I think, I think we're back to maybe, maybe accurate information in this little, (laughs) little bit of a, bit of a. Make both statements you cannot back up. I said I think I'm not I'm making I'm making you know wishy-washy statements at okay. at the very best. So we're we're pretty confident. Solstice begins. Celebrate with Eva. Okay. <laughs> you stopped half the chat just now. Wait, what? It's character based. PSA. Um the Iron Banner bounties for Pinnacles are character based. So yeah. if you finished one character, go play your 18 games with another <laughs> character for another four set of pinnacle drops yeah <laughs> and remember light 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 level does not matter so you can absolutely bring that hunter in that's like you know 50 light levels below because it does not matter i'm just getting a chat full of expletives <laughs> <laughs> by the way everyone if we'll say that again if you would like four count them four i think you know plus two pinnacles four four of the good pinnacles the finest pinnacles, the aged pinnacles. Oh, Go I'm play Iron Banner. Game. Again, just play the game. At this point in the week, just play 18 matches. That's all you have to do. Just vaguely participate. Honestly, grab grab your web red bar weapons, your red frame weapons. Even if you never fire it, just equip it. If you've got that heavy, you're, you've been trying to level up, just equip it. That's all you have to do. You never have to use the thing. It'll still slowly upgrade as you're playing. So, yeah. Uh, Iron Banner pinnacles are <laughs> character- Based. 
character. <laughs> I'm crying right now. Shut up. Stop it. Uh, also, so, so yeah. So so once you once you finished your Iron Banner and and picked up your Iron Banner engrams because again this is the last Iron Banner of the season. There isn't another one. If you if if Night Demon leaves his forty engrams sitting there, they're lost for the sands of time. Now you can pick them up on that often not used character and just hold them on that character for next season and then try to turn them in, you know, when the next iron banner comes around. So you can absolutely fill up a character with iron banner engrams. If you're not going to touch them again this season, or if they don't get played much and just let them sit there, you can absolutely oh. hoard them. Oh, there's another way of them. hoarding the iron banner engram. Shall I, shall I tell you? It's a really you cool sh- way. You should, because, because if you've got 40, you're probably not going to turn all those in. Maybe you want to keep a couple. Well, I'll, I'll probably do. Yeah. But there is another way of if you fill up your character. Now, this is each character with engrams. So this can be the okay. umbrella engram. Each character. Uh, each character. Umbrella engrams, uh, other engrams that kind of drop for you that you can decode like pinnacles. So if you fill up your character, you've got 10 on each character, whatever. When you play Iron Banner, at the end of the Iron Banner matches, if you are lucky enough, you will get an Iron Banner drop. So that would be weapons or armor. Now, if you have no space on you for those things to decrypt automatically, they go to your postmaster as iron engrams. So what you could do is mm. do what I've done on my warlock is store about 10 of them. I think there's about 10 of them on there in my postmaster for next season. So that when next season rolls around, if they do a new weapon set or new armor set, you have a high chance at them decrypting into whatever the newest thing is. So you can literally do that from the first day. But I think people have found that uh, when the new season rolls around, because they kind of update Iron Banner all in one go at the same time, you could do it on the first day of the new season and it will give you something new and shiny from whatever's going to be coming in the following couple of weeks of Iron Banner. There, That is that possibility. Or it may just give you something you've already got. Depends on whether they're updating Iron Banner next season for new weapons and armor. But it's it's a thing you can do if you want to. So you're telling me on day one of the new season, I can take my hoarded Iron Banner engrams and turn and just you know decrypt them. You know, I don't have to turn them into Saladin. I can just decrypt them, and then I'll yes. have you know new Iron Banner things if there are, or <laughs> more Iron Banner things if it's just you know if it'll be the same loot pool. Yes. Well, there we go. So that's that's something you can do with the you know I think I'm sitting at like. 25 or 30 of those engrams and i'm going what am i going to do with all these because uh other than roll for high stat armor that's about my only plan right yeah and if you're going to do that don't forget to put on your ghost with the different armor sets on there uh different perks that you can put on that ghost to say that you want a high stat in resilience recovery intellect discipline or strength to actually kind of get you and I think there was a video, wasn't there, a couple of weeks ago that broke it down that if you put, uh, if you have a ghost with a different mod on for, was it resilience? Is It's resilience, recovery, and something else was in one tier of stats, and then the other tiers were in something else. Yeah, mobility, resilience, and recovery are in one category, and then discipline, intellect, and strength are in the second. That was it. So it was yes. put. I can't remember who did the video. I think it might have been somebody like a Bontis. Did a lot of people you, did it. Yeah. Make sure that you're kind of putting this on the ghost, and then you get a high chance to get a kind of double high stat in two different areas. 
Yeah, yeah in, it, in, it, in, I found it only works. Looking for. I found, I mean, it kind of, and I say kind of works with world drops, but where it really shines is when you go focus the armor, that's when you see the big spikes. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Like so, I'm focusing yeah. with the crown and things like that, but it, it should, yeah. in theory, work the same way with Iron Banner because you're focusing it into your legs. And if you've got those things on the ghost, it should say, I will give you a high stat in whatever it is on the ghost, but then also distribute them out on the other ones quite fairly as well. I, mean, I don't know about that, but yeah, I mean, it sounds good. Yeah. Sounds reasonable. It, it's always worth trying, you know, just especially if you're yeah. new, you, you give you something to do and see what you can get. Agreed. Yeah. So now, after now, now after the Iron Banner ends again on Tuesday, Iron Banner's done. Last for the season. We're we're done with Iron Banner for the season. Our solstice is begin going to begin. Eva will be here. Now, theoretically, we're going to enjoy bonus Vanguard ranks all week long in the Warden of Nothing Nightfall. So it should be ranks, not double weapon drops, not anything else. So if you've been Absolutely neglecting your Vanguard this season, like I have. Double ranks are coming next season. Next and week. the Warden of Nothing will be our Nightfall of the Week, as well as the Grandmasters that exist. Now, normally still... when it's bonus Vanguard, that means across all kind of strikes. So in the strike playlist as well. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So so yeah. So <laughs> I say normally you get your yeah. chain of command stuff done or your or- ornament. Do it next week. Or if you're still itching for some PvP, Mayhem and Zone Control come to the Crucible. So if you want to control the zones and, you know, play the objective, or if you just want to shoot all of the supers. And again, just like Team Scorched, this is a perfect time to unlock red bar weapons, upgrade weapons, throw those things in there. They, you know, you're going to get credit for using them and just playing with them in Mayhem, even though you're not firing a single shot. And if you're feeling a little, little raidy and dungeony, Last Wish and Shattered Throne will be your pinnacles for next week. Ooh, you know what that says to me? That says to me. This is going to be the weak night demon that you can solo that shattered throne. Maybe. I mean, that's I mean, what with, it says. With, whether with, I pay any attention the resilience. To <laughs> this is thing. true. I mean, I mean, I feel like this is the season. If you're going to do it, yeah, again, with classic restoration, laurelly splendor. I mean, I would have said the void season. Oh, well, never mind. I play hunter. Never mind. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, again, not knowing what arc is going to give us, but I feel like you know this is the season of healing. Yeah. This maybe they, they said it was a season of haunted. It was actually the season of just healing because I mean this this feels like the time. It's, if it's there was the ever ogre. a time, he's he's yeah. he may not be able to get past all my healing. I may be able to just out heal him. I think you. I think you can. I believe in you. Good. And the other <laughs> thing to note <laughs> with the pinnacles is the last wish raid. Now this is the one where you can get a thousand voices. So hopefully, I think we clarified this last week. You can farm for the exotics. So if you that's what it says. Yeah. If you can, you've got a good chance to get the one thousand voice. And also, this is also a really good week to go and see if you can get the transfiguration scout rifle from the last wish raid. Now, this is a hundred and fifty RPM scout rifle, which is going to be fantastic when, because again, we still don't know when they're going to do the update to the sandbox. So this was, I think, there was scout rifles, there was hand cannons, shotgun changes, and a couple of exotic changes in there as well. Again, we they haven't said it's coming next week with Solstice, so possible that it comes the week after Solstice before we start the new season. But the Transfiguration Scout Rifle, this is one of the only Scout Rifles that can roll with Kill Clip and Rampage on it. So in the last column, you get a chance at getting Kill Clip. 
second to last column you can get rampage and you can put a rampage spec on there and apparently this can kind of once it's kind of got one kill it can two tap or one tap potentially depends on how much rampage stacks you get on there in the crucible it's going to be a fantastic one to look out for i've got one that's got uh, hardly any stability but it's got quite a bit of range but i've got one and i'm quite happy i'm going to try it out when we do get the changes but next week could be a good week for you to go and farm the last wish see if you can get transfiguration mm-hmm. it's a very beautiful aesthetically looking scout rifle too it's got a great scope on it you know you can also get things like explosive payload on there so those of you that no, no, like no. that kill clip no. rampage that's you don't want explosive kill clip rampage pvp uh, no, you do want you do no, want no, it no, because no. like pvp that explosive no. payload flinches the hell out of people flint flinch is a lie i don't believe flinch works <laughs> I believe it is a stat in the game, but the number of times I'm putting bullets into people's faces and they're still able to hand, hand cannon two tap me, I don't believe flinch works. That's because they've now got 100% resilience. Mm-hmm. That's how that works. And funny enough, I was looking back on Solstice to see if we can give any information about the upcoming Solstice that would relate to this one that's coming up because. Every every time they do a Solstice event, they do kind of slightly change it. And what was quite weird was last time we had Solstice, it was week nine of challenges. And guess what it is this week? Week nine of our challenges coming up. Uh, no. It is. So I refuse to believe it. Amazing. No, Solstice the similarities. Got a longer term plan. Right. The similarities, I can tell you right now. Uh, just like Iron Banner, pay attention, guys. Just like Iron Banner. Mm-hmm. It is character based. So if you unlock your your full armor set on one character, you got to go and do it oh, on another character. Huh? You're talking about Solstice. Yeah. yeah. I was about? talking about challenges. Oh, talking about Solstice. But challenges during Solstice. It's all yeah. the same. So oh, our right. first week of challenges during Solstice, and we'll only have two of them because we're week, week nine, and then the following week will be week 10, and that's it. And you will have many chances to get some bright dust to buy some lovely stuff from the Eververse store. So there are, let me just quickly check, 72 challenges that you need to have completed this season to get out of 75, which will give you that large pile of bright dust. And to achieve that, next week's challenges are Warm Resolve. You have to complete the Sever Resolve mission using only solar. And that means solar, kinetic, or stasis weapons. So you so- can pick up Scythe in that mission. Uh, no, I had a question for you guys, because mm-hmm. I thought once we had it on the thing, we could go back and do it at any time. I went back, mm-hmm. and I did you one can. of the missions on my Titan twice with the Void build that it said I had to use, and it never, it still has not given me credit on using... Are you going to tell uh, him, or am I going to tell him? Did you what? Did you pick up the scythe? No. Did you use a non-stasis or kinetic weapon? Nope. No, no, I followed it out exactly as it was because I had just finished doing that same challenge on the Arc subclass. So all I did was swap to my Void because the weapon types are the same. You know, Did you, you do use... the appropriate Sever mission because they're all different Sever yes. missions for different things? Yes. Contrary to popular belief, I, I do know how to read. <laughs> but it, I did it twice and it didn't give me the Void. So I'm like, okay, do I have to wait for like the quotes Void Week? Because I, I assumed well, you could do it any time as long as it was there. No, you just have to follow the instructions on the tin. Follow. Yeah, I I don't know. I've all right. I I I'm out of suggestions because those are all the things I would have screwed up. So 
<laughs> like I said, I, I ran it the other day with the uh, like the explodey barrel, and that blew somebody up, and I was afraid that was going to disqualify me, and that didn't. Or if you melee people with a wrench, I guess that's a kinetic weapon. It's a kinetic wrench, so uh, that worked fine too. But yeah, yeah next week you can pick know. up the scythe. So warm yourself; that will give you opulent energy and challenge XP plus. Cabal tactics on the Delrit Leviathan defeat combatants with rocket launchers, final blows, and rapidly defeat combatants in groups of three or more. They would like 125 rocket kills and 125 rapid defeats. And that will give you challenge XP plus plus. Armory wide calibration. Calibrate kinetic energy and power weapons and bonus progress against champions. They would like 200 of all of those. So 200 power weapon kills, 200 energy weapon kills, and 200 kinetic kills. And do we think either of those are going to be retroactive, or are these going to be, have to be fresh? No, they won't, they won't be retroactive. Farm to table new kills. No, they won't be retroactive. But here's one yeah. to make you... It's not that many, but... Here's another mm-hmm. Gambit one for you for Gambiteers. Solar Gambit. Defeat targets with solar effects and bonus progress for defeating Guardians. 200 of those, please. Well, that bad. will give you challenge XP plus plus and some bright dust. And I'm not sure if I told you what the last one was, the armory wide calibration. Is that 200 take... Guardian kills? No, no it's 200 Gambit. solar defeats. Oh, uh, Gambit kills. You get extra progress for Guardian kills. Oh, for yeah. the armory wide calibration, that was challenge XP plus 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 and some bright dust. And next weekend, we will have Trials of Osiris back. So there is a Trials one for you. Trial by Firing Squad. Win multiple rounds in Trials of Osiris. And that's not back-to-back wins. That's just hope and pray that you get somebody that can win that, you know, that game. Or, sorry, win that round for you. And that will give you a Trials of Osiris weapon, Challenge XP++++, and some Bright Dust. And they would like 20 of those, please. Yes, please. Thank you very much, sir. And then so finally... we can I play Trials, because there might be a community around it. Yeah. Maybe. And then finally, we have Solar Vanguard. Defeat combatants with solar effects in Vanguard playlist. And there would be 300 of those. Yes, please. Thank you very much, sir. Challenge XP++ and some bright dust. Well, at least you give me the double va- double Vanguard rings to- while I do that. So yeah. acceptable. But in, in thinking about that, we'll, we'll go back and tell people about what we, we normally tell people is that normally what happens is you'll have Crucible, you'll have a Vanguard, and you'll have a Gambit double XP. So at the moment, because I'm banners here, you've got double XP on all Crucible modes. Next week, it should be double XP on all Vanguard modes, including Nightfalls and Grandmasters. Following the logic, it should be the week after. It'll either be a Trials XP double or a Gambit double XP. I'm weighing that it'll probably be... Should we go that it's going to be a Trials one? And then it'll be Gambit for the last week of Solstice. Or no, the third week of Solstice, sorry. What do you reckon? Uh, I think it's going to be Gambit. I don't think they're going to do a Trials quite yet. I I know it seems like, you know, quite yet the season's almost over, but I don't know. I I don't see them doing the Trials one, because I I think that would just get wrapped into the more normal PvP one. But never fear. We will tell you next week what it will be for the following week. Well, we'll tell you next week what Bungie says it'll be for the following week. Why <laughs> <laughs> should be that? Now, you know, there are certain, there are certain constants in your life that you, you've just come to expect and rely on. And now all of those have been thrown by the wayside. There's, there's no way to know what's real anymore. Nope. So we'll see. Bungie will tell us things. We will tell you those things. Will those things match reality come Tuesday? Tune in and find out. So as we are in the first week of solstice next week, 
there is a hidden Eververse calendar. So I can't tell you all the stuff that's coming next week because there's a lot of red boxes that are completely blanked out. And again, the same with stuff in the API. I can't really tell you much about what's available like in the API wise about how the event's going to work. I can We can tell you what they've told us in the TWAB and give you a rough idea of what's happening. But with the Eververse calendar, nothing. Can't tell you until next week. So hopefully there'll be some more fantastic stuff that you can get. But it doesn't look like there's going to be too much of your weekly offerings. This looks like there's going to be one offering for Silver that is unavailable to look at in the API at this point in time for the new event. Uh, and the rest of the stuff from Bright Dust has come in either previous Solstice events, so it's come back in so you can see it in the API. So we'll quickly run through that for you. So from Tuesday the 19th, we have available for Silver, which is your real-world money purchases. If you would like the Wings of the Firebird exotic ship, that will be for 800 silver. Yes, please. Oh, silver. Damn it. Wait, no, that's... The Wings of the Firebird is out right now, isn't it? Hold on. Are you saying it's still going to be here next week? Yeah, it, it... The weekly offerings is basically the featured page on the Eververse store when you first click yeah. into it. Yeah, but most the of the time... This week, dude. Most of the stuff is available Red, for the following. Is it for Brightest this week or Silver? Because a lot it's of times they'll put things up for both. Yeah. It's for Silver. Are you sure it's the Firebird? I'm, not the I'm looking Persistence? at it currently. Yes. Swift Are you sure you're reading the right page? Yes. No. No. <laughs> no. Yeah. yeah. No, but this the, is the, the, the featured page. For, is it? Yes. Oh, oh, yes. Maybe the. Well, it should be different weekly offerings. Is it also the corporate sponsorship convertible shell and the Lunatics Legacy? Nope, it's Convertible Shell and Lunatics Legacy. That's the same. So the Firebird, the Lunatics Legacy is the same. However, we have the Convertible Shell, Ghost Shell. What about the corporate sponsorship, which is going to be yep, a weapon? that's there too. That's currently right there, yep. Okay. Which is for the sweet business, but I, I'm is. not sure what... It, it seems to be they're sponsoring the corporation of Pink and Purple, so Dusk and Dawn. That seems to be the corporate sponsorship they're going for. Mm-hmm. But that's only a silver item this season. I know. So that's going to be 700 I, I, silver. I'm trying to, to justify the purchase of it, but I haven't touched the sweet business all no, season. Don't worry but, until next uh, season. It'll, you can hopefully get it after that. And if not, it'll be available for silver again. It will be. Eventually, yeah. And I, it's, I, a, it's a weapon ornament. It's such a hard hard time to buy single things for silver that are just cosmetics. Okay, from now on, I'm going to skip over those weekly offerings for silver. <laughs> because normally they do. I mean, they have a featured page. It goes, oh, look at this fantastic stuff. But then when you actually look at the season, they have everything available. Like a couple of weeks ago, they had the doggo featured, but it's the doggo still there and it's just featured all the time. It's like, mm-hmm. yeah. give up then. Well, that's a charity thing. That's probably going to be hanging out for a minute. Okay, moving on to Bright Dust. So this all is right, the so. stuff that you can earn in game via bounties or doing your challenges. And uh-huh. I did see somebody worked out like, you can get over a thousand bright dust from just doing bounties each week, plus another ten thousand from getting to a level hundred on your season pass. Fantastic mm-hmm. if you can do that. Well, if you've got the purchase track on the season pass. If not, uh, you still get some bright dust on the free track. You do not need your concentrated matter gem. You do not need your glimmer shard, and you do not need your scavengers booms because there are stuff, there are mods on your ghosts that you can equip that will do exactly what it does here and you don't have to spend it on bright dust yeah so, uh, bungee, just just remove them just just get rid of them 
there was a Reddit post this week that just said, remember, no matter how useless you feel, you're not a matter gem. It's <laughs> <laughs> accurate. So we have the breathe in exotic emote for 3,250 bright dust. Nice. The happy smiles rare emote for 400 bright dust. The beach ball effect, which is your legendary transmat effect, where you just transmat as a giant beach ball. That will be for 450 bright dust. The tangerine gloss, which will be your legendary shader, available for 300 bright dust. So these are past event stuff from Solstice that have come back into the API. So if you missed them in the last couple of Solstice events, they're available next week. And then on the featured page for Bright Dust, which is further down, we have the exotic emote, the Festival Dance. That will be for 3,250 Bright Dust. Garden Glaive, legendary emote for 700 Bright Dust. Jubilant Shell, which is a beach ball exotic ghost shell for 2,850 Bright Dust. Quite jubilant. The Blacklight Razor, Exotic Sparrow. That will be 2,500 Bright That's Dust. That's a cool looking one. Yep. It is. The Soul Piercer, Exotic Ship. And that will be for 2,000 Bright Dust. Beach Header, 6. That will be your exotic ornament for the Merciless, which nobody uses and probably nobody has heard of for quite some time. This is a fusion rifle. And it was amazing when it first came into Destiny 2 in year 1. And it's subsequently had nerfs and buffs, but I don't see many people playing with it. I had heard on the grapevine that it was doing quite well in PvP, but yeah. So yeah, for your, your Merciless a Exotics uh, Fusion Rifle, that would be for 1,250 Bright Dust. And then finally, the Buried Treasure Projection for your Ghost will be 1,500 Bright Dust. And then there'll be many more offerings for Silver next week that you can purchase if you can't wait for following weeks most of the stuff that you are is available for bright dust uh, and silver they kind of cross over in weeks so some weeks it'll be for silver and then you kind of have to wait a week or two and then it'll be for bright dust so just keep your ear to the ground or keep your eyes on the other first sorry or listen to the show yeah yeah do that yeah that too that works we say things we do Sometimes say things. Things are true. <laughs> things, oftentimes, are even accurate things. Yeah, at least to the best yeah. of our knowledge. We and the next thing I can tell you is what lost sectors are coming up next week, so that you can go and get some exotics if you're new to the game or if you're just farming for exotics. Because this may be where you're at in the game at this point in time. You may just want to get some of the new hotnesses. You may want to get your Caliban hands for your hunters, or your Lorelei spenders for your titans, or. Or your fancy new void shoulders that you still haven't gotten yet because you keep missing arm day. Do that. Or you could get the legs for your warlock, which either burn things or burn things. Mm-hmm. There's lots of legs that burn things for warlocks. Pretty decent. Does it aggravate anybody else that those come on a day-by-day basis instead of just go to this dungeon to farm arms, this one to farm legs, this one to farm heads? No. You know? No, really? Okay. Because no. I was I was missing by a day and I'm like crap now I gotta wait a week and then of course I forget when that get week diary out. Again. get your diary out put it in the diary now we will wait until you get your diary out doesn't has a diary yeah that's yeah I I look at it this way I know when they're coming up I just haven't made the effort to actually go do it on those days mm. or I'm out and helping someone move and don't have time to go do it those days so <laughs> it'll happen again 
I mean, honestly, it's not like I've touched Void this season, but I want those new arms anyway. Yeah. Those new arms are beautiful. Hello! So, yeah, Lost Sectors. Don't forget there are also challenges that go along with the Lost Sectors. Or Triumph, sorry. Wherever wherever it is. So on the Throne World, Nessus, Moon, EDZ, Mm -hmm. there are challenges that you can do with going through them flawlessly on the Master version or just completing them on the Master version and the Legendary version. So if you like collecting uh, Triumph score, that's another thing to look out for. Next Mm -hmm. week... Monday the 18th, we'll start on Monday the 18th because hopefully the show will be out in time will be the K1 crew quarters on the moon giving you exotic arms so that's arms day Monday, Monday, Monday. is arms day Got it. is Monday a good day for you? we'll see uh... <laughs> Un- unknown at this point fair enough <laughs> Tuesday the 19th will be the K1 logistics on the moon giving you exotic chess pieces Wednesday will be the K1 Revelations on the moon, giving exotic helmets. So there's your Laurelly Splendor Day. Uh, Thursday the 21st will be the K1 Communion on the moon, giving exotic exotic legs. Friday will be the Confluxes, that's the 22nd, on Nessus, giving arms again. So that's a good one to go and do. The Nessus one's pretty quick. Monday and Thursday, got it. Saturday the 23rd will be the Metamorphosis on the Throne Road, giving exotic chess pieces. Sunday, the 24th of July, will be Sepulchre on the Throne World, giving exotic helmets. See, I said it right that time. (laughs) No. I I learned. I learned a word. (laughs) It is good. And then back around to Monday, the 25th of July, will be the Extraction on the Throne World, giving you legs again. There you go. Leg day, arm day, helmet day, chest day, all the days. And we have guides in our show notes going over those from Monkey's Jam, Legionless, Time Sausage Gaming, PB Shifty. And after all that, you'll be a very fit guardian. Or Ibontis. Again, he's put out quite a few guides over the last couple of weeks going over each individual Lost Sector. Go and check out his channel. I will link him in the show notes under the Lost Sector rotation if you want to go and check out somebody else that does specific Lost Sector guides. I'll just type that in there so that I don't forget. Mm -hmm. Ibontis. He also has a podcast as well with the last word. He does. They do generally talk about um, Destiny stuff as well. Well, now we've told you what you can, where you can go, what you can get, and how you can look good doing it. And even uh, our best guess is what's happening next week with the introduction of Solstice again. Not of heroes, just Solstice. No, so we used to be I, heroes back a couple yeah. of years ago. I'm still a hero. You used well, to be heroes. It, if you it became didn't a hero, well. can they really take it away from you unless you become evil? Yeah. Happens all the time, dude. You, you either die young or you live long enough to become the villain. And uh, here we are. Well, normally for Solstice, for, for the last, I don't know, I think it was the three years prior to last year, we also had moments of triumph as well, which was like they, you were doing so many different things. There were so many triumphs, so many challenges to do. It's kind of good that they split it up. And it was mainly due to last year with the Witch Queen being delayed that they kind of did solstice first and then we kind of got the moments of triumph come i think it was around christmas time and it's probably going to be about the same mm-hmm. this time that it's kind of that celebration of the end of the year of this is what you've done or should have done this year we will make you go and do it again if you want to get some triumph score but solstice is kind of it's now its own own little event that is just solstice which is quite nice and um it apparently it's still a grand tradition among guardians yeah 
and it's a time for us to reflect on past hardships and celebrate resilience of humanity's foremost defenders. And going on previous requirements for participation in the event, it normally you have to escape the Cosmodrome and unlock the tower. So if you're a new player or you're somebody new into the game, they do have to do that kind of first mission to unlock the tower. That's it. Well, I say first mission. It's missions with Shoreham. And I did hear, I was watching a YouTube video, and I'll tell you a bit about that later, that it takes about three hours to get through as a new guardian to get to the tower. So that's Oof. what you're kind of looking at if you're a new player. Um, and once you've met those requirements, you can speak to Eva Levante in the tower courtyard to receive a quest. And that's what normally happens is there's a short little quest of go here, do this. This is how <laughs> this works because each year we change it up and we like to make sure that we kind of change it up and people can't kind of copy and paste what they did last year. Mm-mm. Can't have I've tried to. I've tried to go copy and paste. And Bungie said, no, no, you don't get to copy and paste. Well, I can. Mm-hmm. I can still tell people stuff about previous yeah, that, yeah. that, that, that You know, some of it still makes sense. And I, I mean, I wonder, Last for the last couple of years, when we played the Solstice event, we had access to the European Aerial Zone, which is kind of these floating rocks and... Oh, yeah. It's like a floating city, isn't it? And it was joined by rocks and things. And they said this year, I think, that they were going to join the rocks with platforms to make it easier to get across from one side of the map to the other. Mm-hmm. Um. And with that, and not only that, they made that quality of life improvement where they show you the locations of all the chests for a little while. They did know? well. No, they did it. Com- uh, originally, it was they'd show you for like five seconds, and then you'd have to go and hunt down the chests at the end of the match. Right. And last year, it was they just showed you where the chests were, which was a, a great relief to yes. like, many content creators. It was like, well, I've created a map of where all the chests could possibly be, and now they're just kind of permanently on the map, which was quite nice. And the, the way that the event worked in previous years is that you've got keys and boxes and you unlocked it. They haven't really said whether we're still going to be doing that in the event or if it's just going to be for the new currencies that they've told us in the Twelve. So in previous years, you've got like keys to unlock boxes. And then there was they had specific um, there was like uh, an event shotgun last year. It's called the Compass Rose. Again, they haven't detailed whether that's coming back. It it possibly could be, but just, again, it's one of those things that they're kind of keeping close to their chest this season, which they did for the beginning. So so you clearly haven't seen the, the cheese forever, the entire Solstice 2022 event explained in one image. I have. I, have, I can tell, but you, I can tell is, you exactly how it works. That is basically from <laughs> the Twa breaking down, but go on, tell tell the people. Shall we t- tell the people the, the condensed version before we give them the non-condensed version yeah. of everything on one image? So Solstice has an event card that tracks your Solstice seal, multi-seal, I'm sorry, your Solstice seal, multi-event seal, and challenges. Challenges give you kindling and event tickets. You need to pay 1,000 silver for upgrading your event card in order to spend your earned event tickets. No, you tickets don't need to. Buy you exclusive. if you want to. Exactly. Tickets are used to buy exclusive cosmetics. So... Pay the thousand silver, you get pretty trinkets. Don't pay the thousand silver, you don't get as many pretty trinkets, but you can still play the event. You spend kindling on your armor three times to max the stat potential of that armor slot to 15 times. So basically, throw kindling into armor, you get better armor. 
complete the usual activities to earn silver leaves, assuming playlist activities. Complete Solstice Bonfire Bash activity to turn leaves into silver ash. Spend your silver ash on your armor to re-roll the armor. 20 points guaranteed in your selected stat. So there are is the ability to re-roll things with this silver ash by playing the Bonfire Bash activity, which is the basically the thing we're going to do on EAZ this time around. It may or may not stack with armor mods on the ghost. That remains to be seen. Until the event's live, we won't know. Repeat on each armor piece. Upgrade armor slot with kindling three times to make it glow white. Spend your silver or your bright dust to unlock color matching subclass glows as armor ornaments. All event challenges will be available at the beginning of the event. Complete every event challenge to get the seal. Then you can make progress gilding the seal, which is not retroactive because it didn't exist before. Multi-event seal will take one year of progress to finish. And upgrading the event card with a thousand silver grants the hot dog eating emote, the sunny exotic shell, and the iris shader. So if you don't care about those three things, do not upgrade your seal for a thousand silver or your card for a thousand silver. You don't need it. And then you spend your event tickets on challenges to get the skateboarding emote, two holograms, a ship, and a transmit effect. So that is all of the solstice in one image that she's forever tweeted out. It's very kind of him. Now, something it I was going to ask you guys is that. In previous years, we've had these different burns or elemental burns and buffs available. Mm-hmm. Do you think that these are going to be coming back? Because I don't think it's going to be something that they'd get rid of because they were quite cool to kind of enhance your gameplay. I mean, it might yeah. break the solar elements, but just as a kind of quick overview of these, we had... We had it during Void 3.0, didn't we? Mm, no. No, no, because we didn't have a source. We had it, yeah. we we had it through stasis, didn't we? Because in... Um, and I can't remember if there was a stasis elemental day as well. So each day it would give you a different elemental buff and solar, um, you your solar subclass and weapons to generate solar orbs and then collect them to wield solar elemental powers. And while you're empowered, guardians emitted a burning wave of energy that damaged anything around them. It just kind of exploded out of you, which was quite cool. The void elemental buff was equipping your void subclass, void weapons and pick up void orbs. And, for the wielder to be collecting those that would give you uh, if you crouched while empowered it become invisible and gain true sight so that was even titans at that point so i think i technically won on technicality of you know if that <laughs> rolled around again titans could go invisible anyway you gain true sight and invisibility arc elemental buff again arc subclass arc or weapons pick up the arc orbs that uh, gave you guardians moved with enhanced speed and dealt greater damage with melee and sword damage and those effects were last for a short time but they didn't have any uh, like effect in competitive or gambit in the last couple of years so again it wasn't last year so hopefully bungie have got the coding right that it wouldn't happen this year if we still have these elemental burns Hey, give us enhanced trials, you cowards. Pause for a second. Yeah. Uh, so apparently the birthday party where my wife is at is getting rained out currently. So I have got to go uh, pick them up. So I'll be back in about 30. All right. Are you leaving your stream on? Yes. I stream. <laughs> <laughs> you are left with the two titans. Leaving left unsupervised. We can say things about him that he knows he's not going to listen back to you. Mm-hmm. Mm, fun. <laughs> Except for when he joins in from the car and starts showing us. <laughs> Accurate. <laughs> oh, damn. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So, so I'm hoping we do have at least 
some I, I can't remember have they told us and again you know we have not actually looked at this twelve you know we have not gotten to the twelve yet of the you know slow breakdown of what we're going to explain to you but have they told us what the bonfire bash is other than it's you know we 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 revamped the EAZ and there's a different thing to play on it. Well, I go think this was something that they covered about two or three twelves ago. It's, it, they don't cover it in this twelve. They just go go back and read this other twelve that we wrote about um, two months ago. But from what I can gather is that there will be different bonfires on the EAZ that you'll have to race to and defend from horde waves of different enemies. And then once you've done that, that's you can right. kind of then move on to the next one. And I think that's how it's going to work this year, rather than... I think last year it was you had to go and find an enemy in different locations. So as it was, it's a three-player activity, and again, I don't think they've detailed that this year uh, of how many players it is, but it's normally just like a fire team of three. And what you'd find is that you, either maybe one person would go one way, one person would go the other, and one person would just kind of head down the middle. And you'd find these bosses that all kind of dotted around that be glowing, killed them, and you got kind of... Was that how you got the keys to drop to then unlock the boxes at the end? Something like yeah. that. But that's yeah, not how yeah, it's yeah. going to work now, so there's no point in telling you. It's go go and get these bonfires, defend the bonfires, kill the enemies that kind of swarm to you, and then just move on to the next one from what I'm kind of gathering from reading these twabs. Yeah, which which is funny. Yeah, yeah. So I went back and looked at looked at the old twab, which was the one from the 19th of May, mm. where they talked about this. And it says, you know, there'll be a new EAZ activity called Bonfire Batch where guardians will build will be building and stoking what can only be described as paracausal bonfires. While the enemies of summer fun, including the Taken, Cabal, Hive and Fallen, will attempt to crash the party and extinguish the fires. It's your mission to guard the flames from the oncoming waves of enemies. And you know, we've made traversing the EAZ easier by adding the floating islands and removing the building barriers for maximum maneuverability. And then they say, we'll give you more information as it gets closer to time. So <laughs> are, are, are we closer to time yet? Uh, maybe. So, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, question. It's, it's, it, yeah, After it's very... listening, or anybody else out there that knows this stuff, paracausal fires, wouldn't that kill us? Yeah, just, a, do... just a, you know, law question out there. Yeah, I, I'm pretty sure Respawn was like, do we do we want to be near the paracausal fires? That, that seems bad. That seems like not a thing we want to be stoking or uh, standing near to warm our hands. But seems if you've dangerous. played Solstice events, it sounds like it's very much similar. That you know, It's a three-player match-made activity that can be launched from the tower director. Uh, your goal to be to defeat as many mini-bosses as possible, so it's save as many fires as possible. Uh, when your time runs out, you'll face off against a final boss. That's how it normally is. Maybe they haven't detailed again. Um, and again, once the boss is defeated, we usually set out across the EAZ in search of the treasure chests. Maybe they'll have something similar like that this year that you'll have to go and collect extra feathers or ash or whatever else it is. And um, the chest that they had in the previous years normally contained um, that you open with your solstice keys uh, contained like extra armor and and chances at weapons. So, um, yeah, it's, it's something new they've revamped and we're going to find out next Tuesday when it drops. Mm. We, we get to, we get to enjoy it then. And you reckon we still have to meditate with our armor? Because normally, when we upgrade our armor with Eva Levante, she's like, "Oh, come and come stand next to me and meditate." So it's a, I think that that threw a lot of people off last year that knew that were new that came to the Solstice event. Like, well, I've done all the things that it says on the armor. Because what it it was in the last couple of years was it, it gave you specific requirements of going killing so many different bosses with solar void and stasis to unlock your armor last couple of years you would then have to meditate at the tower 
with Eva Levante to then say that it's upgraded. So hopefully this year it won't be too much, too complicated to do that. It's hopefully it's pretty straightforward. Well, I say pretty straightforward. There's ash, there's silver, there's loads of kind of intricacies that you kind of have to go through, but they haven't kind of, hopefully the, the, the quest will walk you through it at the initial quest. Yeah, Bungie absolutely loves their materials. They love creating new material. They love giving you a whole new set of materials to figure out what to do with. So, yeah, and I mean, and this is where we'll see, you know, your favorite content creator creating videos of here's how to get these different things. Here's how you can farm these different materials. Here's what materials you need to do this with. Because even though Cheese put it into a single image and we told you and we're also going to be trying to remember, OK, now I have these. How do I get those? <laughs> how do I get this many of this thing to upgrade this armor? And you know you'll have the chance to re-roll the armor. So I'm honestly, it's a mechanic I would like to see more of. Give me a chance to earn the thing and then re-roll it versus mm. just giving me twenty-seven thousand more pieces of armor that I now have to manage and stick in my vault or maybe keep because it has one thing I like on it. Like no, let, let me build what I create. You know, let me let, let me re rework what I what I've worked hard to acquire from you. You know, I can weapon craft. Let me do a little bit of armor crafting. And normally what they do with the events is that they'll give you like an exotic sparrow, an exotic ship, an exotic ghost shell to kind of chase of completing the whole event. And hopefully that's going to be with these challenge cards that you're a bit like we've done with the, this season that you can kind of get specific themed ghost shells and ships and sparrows and things. One year they did offer us a legendary EV37 Void Streak Sparrow that hasn't been seen since. So if you've got that, you're very special quickly going through what we were able to get which is some of the things that do pop up in the eververse store so there's the pomegranate gloss shader and the tangerine gloss shader emotes from 2019 we had flag on the play paperwork breathe in which is the one that's coming up next week silly handshake flick of the wrist and hip bump and then there were exotic ghost shells which was the shade shell shaded shell jubilant shell and the buoyant shell we had the Micro Mini Exotic uh, Sparrow and the Legacy 2. The Summertide Kite, which was the exotic ship. Uh, we had the Triumph Projection, the Buried Treasure Projection. Again, that was coming, that's from 2019, that's coming back. There was Rare Ghosts that were available, which were the Sunglass Projection. Uh, sorry, Rare Ghost Projections, which was Sunglass Projection, the Crab Projection, the Beach Ball Projection, the Palm Tree Projection. Sandcastle Effect and the Beach Ball Effect, again, from 2019. Um, and 2020 items <laughs> that may come back. There was the sweltering heat and twisty, twisty dance. Uh, there was a legendary multiplayer emote with the in imitating snap. Uh, there was ghost shells with hats. Do you remember this? We had this spelunking shell, which is the fedora style one. Cabana uh, mm -hmm. shell, which is the beach palm tree style one. And the backspin shell, which is the tennis sunshade style one. Uh, the Exotic ships were uh, Arena's Grace and On Gilt Wings. And the Soul Pincer was the ship that you had to complete all three sets on, on all three classes. So that's interesting that the Soul Pincer is actually coming back for Bright Dust next week. So if you didn't go through completing all three sets, which was quite a mammoth task, you do have the chance to just buy the ship outright next week, which is, nice. I, yeah, I, would, I don't uh, know if that's going to be controversial or not. I haven't heard anybody kind of put those things together yet but maybe yeah i think i mean it, it's just it's such a massive time commitment for this event it used Especially to be and i think Bungie acknowledged that last year didn't they they yeah. said we we acknowledge and we want to make sure that we give you something 
Yeah. Yeah, it's it's such a massive time commitment if you're doing all three sets on multiple characters. Yeah, it's it's no. <laughs> so you may be asking what the EAZ is. It's the European Aerial Zone. So some people refer to it as the EAZ. Some people just say the full name. There are seven different zones in the EAZ, which I, I feel will still kind of play quite a big part in communicating to your team or knowing where to go to get these bonfires. So we have the meditation ground, the ruins, the tower, town, factory, mall, garage, and courtyard. And when you run to a certain area, it should tell you in one of the corners of your screen where you roughly are. I think it's top right screen. The, yeah. Uh, mini -map yeah. Yeah. Think, yeah. Yeah. Think of these different zones, just like when you're playing PVP and you're on a map, you know, it, the map will tell you you're in different parts of that map. So like it's, yeah. you know, it's one big, it's one big area you're in, but yeah, the, the different areas have different names. So it'll tell you, you know, yeah, the bonfires over here, the bonfires over here. In the past, it would say, yeah, the boss is here, the boss is there. Here's where you need to go to find them. It would also give you a, a, a visual indicator on the map of, hey, here, you know, here's where the thing is, here's where you need to go. So hopefully that will continue. And we're yeah. not running around trying to guess on where things are. <laughs> and if they do go with those kind of different burns each day and you don't pay any attention to when you're loading into it, they should normally, the last couple of years anyway, it does tell you on the screen, it says that the solar energies blast through the EAZ, filling the air with the smell of sun-baked earth. Arc is crackles through the EAZ, filling the air with the smell of ozone. And void filled you with potential. So okay, you had potential <laughs> of void. <laughs> Only time I had potential. Yep. And stasis um, may or may not give you a thing. I, I, honestly, I can't remember. And I, yeah, I went through I, back I, I to feel... the notes of last year. It's like, did we have stasis? Because I can't remember if we did. And I, I didn't notice it down. I will note it this year. I will go back and note it. But um, the other thing that they have had in previous years, and sometimes they play an, in part, like an important part of the gameplay that it kind of gives you a buff or extra, it drops extra orbs is the high value targets that suddenly pop up now these are called prismatic takens uh, that will just kind of spawn in and it'll come up with a hunt for the prismatic taken prismatic taken is roaming nearby uh, prismatic taken has escaped uh, or defeat the prismatic taken hiding near and it tells you the zone name um, and it's a there's a knight a centurion and a captain Again, we don't know if they will play an important part. They didn't mention it last year, but again, they will. They were roaming around last year, so that's why I kind of kept it in the notes for last year. And they did have various different bosses, but again, there's, there's no kind of real point in going through those. Bounties, there's always weekly, daily, and repeatable bounties with Eva Levante at the tower. So if you're looking to kind of boost past level 100 or get to level 100, pick these up uh, daily, weekly and get them done normally with the weekly one it will give you a pinnacle reward or doing so many bounties with eva levante is another way to get a pinnacle reward each week on your character so look out for that as well and it's normally quite a powerful reward it's normally like plus two in your pinnacle power so and again just to clarify pinnacles and powerfuls powerfuls will get you to 1560 and pinnacles will get you past 1560 up to 1570 if you're a bit confused about that because again it doesn't really tell you that on the director and there are different tiers of powerful rewards so like just doing your bounties with shack savala and the drifter will give you a powerful which can get you up to 1560 but when you're at 1560 all it will give you is a 1560 it's the pinnacles that you then need to kind of 
boost you to get to the fifteen seventy if you're kind of trying to do that challenge or if you're trying to get into the grandmasters because that's pretty much or it trials you know if you're looking for highlight in trials those are kind of the only two places it kind of matters at the moment yeah or just you know preparing for next season because that's your floor you know your your ceiling for the season your floor for next season because it's going to go up you know like 10 more points again and just like this season it's going to be a small boost of your light level it's not going to be another like you know big 50 point grind so mm. the higher, higher you are now the higher you are going in and a couple of tips that have kind of transported over time with the eaz is that normally it's easier to run along the rooftops to get to the different mini bosses so i'm guessing it's going to be the same to get to the bonfires that if you can get up high it's a lot easier to kind of get yourself to where you need to go there are also transporters or teleporters on floating rocks on the edge of the maps and what it will kind of do is once you hit it it drops you down from a high point in that map so just be careful um if you kind of run over one it will just drop you in the middle of like across the other side of the map quite high up so don't use all your jumps before you get there um and that's always quite that was always quite useful for searching for chess also the mini bosses as well you could use it as a quick shortcut to get across to the other side of the map yep. i'm assuming any or all of this is going to still be here <laughs> well i mean yeah if, if, if they've taken it out they've taken it out but Again, new players might come across this thing and go, what's this glowing over here? And, and step on it and then just like, ah, you know, die. Just trying to reward you. But that's part of the fun of learning. <laughs> Long range weapons were the thing to use in the last couple of years to hit the mini bosses because some of the challenges were you had to at least get uh, kill a mini bus. And the only way to actually get that with your opponents kind of you've, you were fighting for that kill is that you had to get at least one shot on that mini boss. And we had to use long range weapons. I don't think that's going to be the case this year. I think it's going to be a lot of more kind of close range stuff of keeping yourself alive. So Soul of 3.0 is going to be fantastic for the um, classy restoration and things like that. Standing near a bonfire and just fending off all these bosses and waves of enemies. So those are the things that I can, th I thought about that kind of might help you um, going into the, this event. And I will also link the older Solstice links if you are interested, going back to 2019, because some of them are interesting. You know, there's EAZ chess locations and chess routes. If those things still pop up, if not, you can just ignore them. Um, Froggy61815725 did a video last year where there was a hidden cat statue from the Dreaming City, which was underneath the map. And last year, I believe you could actually go and collect it and it gave you something. I can't remember what it did. It may still be there. It may be completely disappeared. But if you kind of want to know and it's popped up again next this year, Froggy's got a video. So that'll be in our show notes. But yeah, as you said, we can kind of go into what they actually do tell us in the trial this year for Solstice. The information we give you and then the information Bungie gives you. Yeah. Because this year it has changed with event cards because this is something that they want to kind of do that you play the event, you actually get rewarded for the event. And if you complete the event card, you can take this event card to the next event that's coming up, which will probably be the um, Festival of the Lost in October and complete that card. And then you get a, it's a bigger like event card, isn't it? Um, I can't remember the, what yeah. they called it now. We, we, I mean, that's where the, what they're talking about, you know, needing to take like a full year to, like, you know, get your seal done and stuff. Because, like, each, yeah, you, know, you know, before, like, all of Bungie's sort of, you know, seasonal events didn't really connect, only in that, you know, each each Bungie season you would have some sort of seasonal event, Solstice or Moments of Triumph or uh, 
the Halloween one, which I'm drawing a blank on the name of, but like the, Festival, you know, of the Lost. Festival of the Lost. Thank you. Yeah. Like there'd be something to do and they, were, they weren't, weren't really connected. And there were sort of some lore stories like, oh, this is our, you know, time to, to celebrate being guardians and all the, you know, our, the hard work we've done and whatever. So now there's actually like a, a connecting thread between these and the event card is sort of going to be that, Hey, I really like these events. Here's a thing I can go play and do and earn, you know, if for all of these events that we've done versus just like the seasonal armor, or maybe there's a weapon worth chasing, you know, like the title last time around or something like that. So do, so do I need, you know, and this is, this is something we'll continue to mention because a lot of people said, Oh, you know, they're making me pay money to do this. And I don't like that and blah, 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 whatever. Uh, this is where we first remind you that one, you don't have to buy anything. Do not have to buy anything for this event. It is totally optional. It is totally cosmetic only. You're not missing out on gear or loot, but not buying this. The second thing is the event card is free for all players. So the card totally free and you yep. view your card by interacting with Eva in the tower or via the quest tab next to your seasonal challenges. And you know, your, your event card is where your challenges, your seal, your title, basically all the things you're going to need just like the, um, the moment of triumph had the holiday oven where you would go to see all the recipes and all the things you could bake. It's sort of the same idea. Your event card will have sort of all the things about that event in that spark in that part Okay, so it's director. not filling up your inventory this well. They haven't done That's it for a long time, but yeah. The, sometimes yeah, there are things like. that overflow yeah. into your inventory. Hopefully not this one. Yeah, and, and you know, Bungie again makes this point. The free events you know and love will remain the same, and some of the free rewards are now claimed via the event card, which you do not require to upgrade. So again, you can play this event without spending a single penny or thinking about it, and just go forth and play the event. Earn your earn your armor, move forward. Everybody's happy. If you do want to, you know, want to pay the thousand silver, which I think is about $10 us. And at this point, I think, I think $10 or 10, 10 pounds or $10 EU. Cause I think it's a (laughs) one-to-one, one-to-one match at this point. Uh, you know, you can upgrade your card and, and pay your thousand silver. Then you'll get the, your instant claimable reward bundle, the ability to spend event tickets for more rewards. And this is where your extra, again, cosmetics only your ornaments, your emotes, your shaders. Like you're not getting more gear. You're just going to look prettier. If you want to spend the money, you can do this any point in the three week run of solstice, but you have to spend all your tickets before solstice ends on the 9th of August. Four weeks is the last week, isn't it? Yeah. Oh, oh, wow. No, it is a three week event. So why is the fourth week? Maybe, maybe it's a three week event. And then the fourth week is just, it's you know spend the stuff you spend the stuff you've earned, or yeah. if like some of us you're going to be inaccessible on a boat for some of those weeks, then you can't do anything. It'll give you a chance to claim what yeah, you've that earned. That makes no sense because they'll have solstice stuff uh, available for the week of the 9th of August, so that's the Tuesday up until the 16th. So I think that might be a complete typo. Could be. We'll see. Mm. I don't know. I mean, I mean, there's yeah, or or yeah. Who knows? Yeah. Maybe maybe it's the stuff you can claim through the card will be different because a card is its own standalone thing, and I assume the I guess the card won't go away. If it's going to be around for event to event. So is that another thing I now have to keep the card in my inventory between events, or is that going to just sort of live in, you know, bounty land or um, you know, with all the the triumph stuff. 
more things to manage. Yeah. We're clarifying next week anyway with the the event tickets. But I think the idea is that if you just, if you play the game enough and you don't really care about getting the the exclusive emote shaders, whatever else that they've got in this upgrade bundle for a thousand silver, as long as you're playing the event over and over again, you'll get the tickets that will then give you the same stuff that anybody's that spent that thousand silver to kind of get that leap ahead or the fact that they can't play, they're going to use the silver you'll still get the same, you can still get the same stuff apart from the exotic stuff, the, the emotes and uh, yeah. ghost shell and things. Yeah, that, yeah, yeah. That they're yeah, kind I mean, of giving you along with that. Right. I mean, if you really want to spend, spend your thousand, you can get your hot dog eating champ. You can get your sunny exotic ghost shell, which is a ghost shell with a nice sun hat on it. Um, I can't remember. Yeah, you know, I think the other two things they were they said were shaders and stuff. Right. So yeah, I mean, yeah. again, it's purely all cosmetic stuff. If you if you really want it or want to support Bungie, you can give them a little more money. Do that. If not, don't. Like it's this is one of the the easiest times it feels like to be able to say you can spend this money or not, and you're gonna have the same experience. Like like you're not you know, and Bungie makes a point. You're not gonna miss out on this event by not upgrading your ticket. It's just if you're gonna play a ton of this and want more rewards do that and earn, earn more rewards. If you're going to play a little bit, dip your toe in, don't spend the money and you know, you earn what you earn and move on with life. And like we've just kind of gone through the, the previous stuff that was available in like 2019, 2020, even last year, then comes back up in the Eververse store. So who's to say that, yes, you've purchased them for silver exclusivity for this year, but those two items or even the shaders come back up in Solstice next year that you don't necessarily have to then have spent silver. Yeah. And, and yeah. And that's the other point of this stuff comes back around the, you know, the 2019 stuff is back. The 2020 stuff is back. So, you know, a lot of this stuff is not exclusive to this single year, maybe exclusive to solstice. So you have to wait a year for it to come back, but yeah, it, it's not like a, a one and done gone forever. If you really want to be a hot dog eating champ, you may have another chance. So before the event starts this coming week, Bungie want to walk us through the basics of how armor upgrading works in Solstice with design lead CJ Payne. And he's going to give us a preview of how the upgrading your Solstice armor will go. He says, hi, everyone. We want to change the way that you earn and upgrade armor with this update to Solstice. And as part of that, we've removed those pesky objectives from the armor and streamline the upgrade process for all classes. Because I think I just kind of alluded to that previously when we were talking about it it was like go and kill 200 bosses here go and use this like (laughs) void subclass like until you kind of your eyes are bleeding raid go yeah Yeah. play trials go do a bunch of lost sectors and it was yeah there's still stuff from last year i've never done yeah i think they've kind of just boiled it down to just play the event we will give you the stuff play the event the goals were to focus on actively upgrading the armor the entire event through new player actions provide agency and choice with how you upgrade your armor, give players a chance to reasonably chase armor roles for the duration of the event, tie together acquiring and upgrading armor with the theme of Solstice, and lower the barrier to entry for players who haven't engaged with armor stats. So this is anybody that's kind of chasing high armor stats or looking at other guardians and going, well, how do I get like something to drop in like 60s, 70s, 80s? Oh, and saying that, if this podcast comes out in time, go and visit Zer who is in the tower, in the hangar. He has a god roll, uh, is it the Crown of Tempest for the Warlocks, with a 70 stat roll. Yeah. Fantastic. Yeah, roll. and like anyway. 30 resilience. If you, if you follow anybody who covers Destiny, 
you've seen this a thousand times already, but yeah, go go buy one, stash in your vault for next season. Yeah, next Arc season with those coming. It's going to be cool. It's going to be excellent. Uh, if you ever wanted to chase down specific armor rolls, Solstice is your time to shine. Want 100 resilience build? You got it. Need a new armor set for Nightfalls, Crucible, and Gambit? We've got you covered. And with a little luck, maybe you'll get the god roll you've been waiting for. So upgrading your Solstice armor requires finding and spending new event currencies. And here's what you should be looking for. So silver leaves, you can earn silver leaves by completing activities throughout the game. And that's normally doing Crucible, doing Gambit, just playing the game. Hopefully it's just going to be doing like stuff on the Castellum as well, doing like the, the new stuff for the Haunted. Going doing that, you'll get a slight, a small amount of these silver leaves that can then be transformed into silver ash by completing new, the new activity, which is then once you've accumulated there's probably going to be a limit on how many leaves you can collect. So once you've hit the cap on your silver leaves, pay attention to this because you may not, again, watch a YouTuber or a streamer say, oh, by the way, these only go up to 30 before you then have to go and play the bonfire ma bonfire bash in the EAZ. But you will. So you have to transform your silver leaves into silver ash by completing the new activity bonfire bash on the EAZ. And then you can spend your silver ash to reroll armor stats from the armor mod screen. And with that comes kindling because you need to make a fire. You need kindling and you can earn kindling by completing solstice event challenges. And this is normally through doing like the bounties and doing different things each day that they say, go and do 10 of these things or play the EAZ until your eyes bleed. But you will earn some kindling from just doing the event challenges and you can spend kindling to upgrade your armor stat roll potential. Each piece of armor can be upgraded three times. So that's three tiers. And that's normally how it goes. It normally goes come kind of a, it was a drain set, wasn't it? Then it was a reprise set. And then it was the majestic set, which was the, the all flowing glowing kind of set that you get. So again, we're kind of, we're going to have to upgrade each piece if we want them to glow with all the different glows or just the armor glow. And what it has been in previous years is that once you've upgraded your set, you'll go, you'll get a white glow on the armor set which is really nice. You don't have to spend any silver, don't have to spend any bright dust. But then what they offer you in the store is normally a box set that says, if you purchase this for, um, I think it's something like 6,000 bright dust, 1,500 uh, silver is a bundle of, it will change your glow to solar, arc, void, and stasis. It will give you those specific glows for that set and they are character based so if you want them on each set like you have with the specific uh, universal ornaments for each season so this season we've got that lovely solar set for each class again it will be for each class you'll have to purchase those bundle boxes so just be aware of that if you want to make them look like solar void or arc or you could just rock the the white glow if you if you just want to do that you do you so you'll need to do this once per armor slot. And every time you upgrade a piece of Solstice armor, it is permanent and shared across all pieces for that slot. So if you upgrade a helmet all the way to tier three, every Solstice helmet currently in your inventory and any of the further helmets you earn for that class can now access tier three stacked rolls. But that's for that class. That's not across Titan, Hunter and Warlock. So sometimes, I think last year, wasn't it, that you could do the last set on 
you could do a, like a grandmaster on say the titan helmet and unlock that node it would then carry across to the hunter and the warlock mm-hmm. they're not saying that this time are they parody no they're not saying it which is not to say it won't happen but yeah since they're redoing the whole you know go do this activity it would basically once you do the activity it would carry through so just just more maybe it'll be different maybe it'll be the same there's a lot we don't know and we're just sort of guessing at <laughs> hopefully it, it's what they say here that it's once per armor slot so if you if you spend the whole time on your titan you can then go and pick up like the tier three set on your warlock but just be aware in previous years it was you had to have kind of got each one to that tier three stat on uh each character and then it would kind of work the same way that they're kind of telling you here that every then after that tier three or ed- everything in your vault would then kind of upgrade to tier three stat rolls hopefully it works like that so let's break this down and make it less complicated so that everybody understands complete event challenges to earn kindling use kindling to permanently upgrade your solstice armor stat roll potential and in the 12 they do give you a little picture going over that and it says small kindling add kindling to this armor in order to imbue it with glowing embers kindling is acquired from completing event challenges and small kindling will be added across all candescent armor of the same slot complete a wide variety of activities throughout the game to earn silver leaves complete the solstice activity bonfire bash to transform silver leaves into silver ash use the silver ash to reroll armor stats from the armor mod screen Keep earning and spending silver ash to reroll armors to get the best the stats that you want. And once you've fully rerolled a stat piece on the armor, pick up new pieces for the same slot to start rerolling stats again. So that's pretty cool. And as I've kind of gone over, that the Solstice Glow sets will be free and paid for pre- like in previous years. So you will have access to the white glow if you just complete the sets and you have to pay for the specific element burns uh, glows if you want the other ones once your armor is all nice and shiny and you've gained access to high stat roll focusing on stats or two of your choices so this just means that you can kind of re-roll the armor to maybe be high in resilience and strength or resilience and discipline you'll have a chance to kind of do that once you've kind of accessed all of that on that armor piece so that's pretty cool. You can kind of hone what you kind of what you want to build into. That's everything you need to know about Solstice armor upgrading. Uh, check out the event next week to discover everything Solstice has to offer and get ready to build your perfect armor set. Are you ready, Parody? I am as ready as I'm going to be. Did that all make sense to you? I mean, I, I say that you're an existing player. It kind of makes sense to you because you kind of roughly well, know where we're coming from. Right. Well, like, it made <laughs> sense to me, but I, I also honestly saved this cheese forever tweet of everything in a in a single image because because i always struggle every single season every event with okay i have eight new currencies to figure out what is what is the play loop i need to do to earn these currencies to get what i want to do done like i I almost wish like just someone give me a flow chart here's the thing you need to do you need to take this turn into this make it this and now you can spend it okay good that's what i want to know so that i'm going to be while i understand it now come tuesday i will not have remembered half of what we said and we'll need to refer to what is the loop of all these new materials i need to earn yeah so yeah as a new player i honestly don't know if it's better or worse coming into this because it's it's all brand new materials every single event 
mm-hmm. and then figuring out, yeah, just what is what loop do I need to play to earn the materials? What do I need to go do where to earn these materials? Because I wish Bungie would say, you know, like have a little thing on like you know the Crucible Gambit and Vanguard playlist, like, hey, play this to earn. I don't even remember, you know, play this to earn your leaves and then take your leaves and then, you know, go to EAZ. Okay. Play EAZ to earn, to turn your leaves into ash or, you know, again, I've already forgotten what the steps are. It's not important, but you know, just, I wish I told you somewhere in the game, here's, here's how you, here's the gameplay loop you want to do to make this event fun, to make this event profitable. You want to, you know, you want to get to the point where you're upgrading your armor. Here's how you do that without totally relying. I'm not saying don't listen to us. I'm not saying don't rely on us. But without totally relying, you know, if you haven't found our show or don't have a favorite YouTube streamer or Twitch streamer who is going to tell you how to do this event, it's not clear in the event at all how you're meant to do the event. No. So am I ready? Absolutely. Am I going to forget this all by Tuesday? Also, absolutely. (laughs) I'm just hoping that the the caps, or if there is a cap for these, is quite high because I don't want to be playing an event or going just completing activities through the game and get to the point of it capping out and then I don't realize for quite some time, which normally mm-hmm. what happens. And I've lost out on actually getting the things to then go back and do the, but I hope that there's a quite a significant cap on these. I mean, cause there always has to be a kind of cap. Oh, well, I say they always, have, they don't have to have a cap. They, they should have it uncapped. It should just be, you go and earn as many leaves as you want. And then when you are ready, you go and play your bonfire bash and convert that into your ash. And then at that yep. point, you can start re-rolling your armor. And that's what I hope has happened. Just yeah, going on previous things, that I know that caps kind of come into play and they, they try and force people. Like You can go off and play like five or six like strikes, but you're going to need to come back to the AZ because we've capped you out at this point. And there's always moaning, there's always complaints, and they don't ever seem to kind of take that cap off. Yeah, and, and and at least they've done where, you know, at least they made the change now where if you can go to your inventory of those materials, and at least, you know, like, like the color of the material changes, you know, you know, like if you hit the cap, it, it'll it'll put a little bold on it or a little background yeah, to say like, hey, that. you know, to signify you've hit your cap, but there's nothing to tell you while you're playing like, oh, by the way, Guardian, you've maxed out the number of whatever's you can earn, you know, please, you know, go to the EAZ to turn these number or go run a bonfire bash. There's, you know, there's no pop-up in the game to alert you of this. So you really just have to be, you know, have to keep track of these things and just check periodically going, Hey, I've done, I've done Vanguard strikes for a while and earning my sweet double XP. Maybe I should go see if I've maxed out this, you know, number of leaves and I need to go take them into the EAZ to play with them. Or, Hey, I've done a whole bunch of bonfire bashes. I'm probably, you know, am I going to run out of what I need to progress further? Probably. Yes. Yeah, that's again, it's just it, it goes back to the gameplay loop of what do I need to play? How do I need to play it so I can actually benefit from this? You know, just like just like when, when you when you rank up in something, it, it sort of maybe tells you, but it doesn't really make it super clear that, hey, you've ranked up your Vanguard. Go reset it so you can continue to earn XP versus just no, no, keep running your strikes. You'll, you'll be fine. You'll figure it out at some point when you go to look. Yeah. So would you like to tell us about the foundation update? I would love to, because we have one week down and one week to go. And Bungie thanks everyone who has shown their Bungie Day Giving Festival support. They've raised $811,000 of their $1 million to date. Um, so, it, you know, where is this money going? Improving children's health and mental well-being, uplifting the voices and rights of all individuals and communities, and providing, excuse me, and providing humanitarian aid in times of crisis, which who among us is not in a time of crisis? Let's be honest here. 
So, you know, we've, we've told you in the past where you can go a whole bunch of your favorite streamers, YouTubers, folks are doing, you know, doing, doing streams and charity things and saying, you know, they have their own goal um, of going, going to help Bungie hit this million dollar number. Uh, if, if you do $50 or more, you get the new seven of seven emblem. They highlight here. If you do a hundred dollars or more in donation, you can earn one of the heart or I'm sorry, the entire hearts emblem bundle, which is all of the heart emblems they've had. I'm going to guess for the past four or five years, mm-hmm. the big bubbly heart, the red pixel heart, the, I think, I think courtesy of blue screen 42, we gave away one of these hearts last year. I think so. Because he had done one and had a couple of these left over. Yeah, I've got two and, of those. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So you've won your heart bundle. And then if you're actually, you know, doing, you know, doing one of these charity things, you have a chance to earn some, some different emblems for, for, you know, helping them raise money, which again, we are not doing because we are not organized and to response point didn't know what's happening. And the, hopefully next year. Yeah. Maybe next year we'll actually have our act together and be able to throw a community something together. Cause it's, it's very cool to see all of these, you know, all the work Bungie foundation does and all of the Bungie community coming together saying, we're going to raise a million dollars for charity. By just a bunch of bunch of nerds playing video games, we're gonna raise a whole bunch of money, which is amazing. It's just very cool to see them, you know, to be part of that giant community of giving. Hmm. Um, if you haven't bought your your loyal companion emote, he's still there. He's still there as a, again a charity item in the Eververse store, or your delightful plush dog that I'm gonna guess is sold out, or I guess it's a pre order. So I guess they haven't sold out of it yet because they haven't sent you one yet. Although, yeah, it does stay out of stock. So. You may have missed your opportunity on the Prime 40 Artemis plush, but come on, Budgie, make more of them. People want their doggos. And now that we've told you you can spend money or not spend money, again, really, it's up to you. I'm not your dad telling you what to do. Uh, we have a player support report because while it's been, you know, absolutely ages since we had had a hotfix, even though we've had some, you know, background maintenance going on, it's time for another hotfix, uh, 415 in this case, coming on Tuesday, July 19th. Uh, it's going to be for Destiny 1, Destiny 2, because Destiny 1 still is a thing that exists. I was reminded by because Budgie was saying that Destiny 1 would be down for an extended time with the hotfix this week. Um, you know, see, uh, actually, is this normal time? 6 a.m. 6 a.m. Pacific, 1300 UTC. Maintenance begins 45 minutes later. Games are brought offline. 15 minutes later, update 415 rolls out across all the platforms and all the regions. And then an hour later, in theory, maintenance completes. Maintenance will probably go on longer, although it's been hit and miss. Sometimes they're all right on time. Sometimes four things break. And uh, what are we what are we going to get resolved in this update? Your tooltips disappear when dismantling items from the postmaster. So those will be there. So you actually can stop after like wiggling your mouse or your controller when you want to delete two things in a row. So that seems nice. Uh, defeating targets with, while radiant with knock them down aspect is not refunding melee energy when used with Caliban's hand. So all you Caliban hand users should be happier. And the voice chat settings, I'm sorry, the voice chat volume settings is absent on console platforms. Can't think of the last time I used voice chat in Destiny. It's party chat all the way, but yeah, uh, we're going to have volume settings again. And prior to the launch of Stasis on July 19th, players should be aware that the Stasis Solstice Armor Glow is incorrectly displaying a purple hue rather than the blue hue when the Stasis subclass in Equipped. This is a known issue and will be resolved after the event launch. So if you want to be blue and you're purple, hang tight. 
you'll I be prepared. This is an issue every year. There was an issue with it last year, glowing a different color than it should have been. I think Stace is just in league with the Telesto. They're, they're, they're finicky. They do what they want. And that's what, you know, that's a little hot fix of things getting fixed. This really feels like one where they're going to give us some, some greater patch notes. Like, this seems like a very small hot fix with, I mean, other than the Caliban's hand fix, fix going through. Not, not a ton out there that's... Yeah, but it's the solstice know. event, isn't it? The, that's mm -hmm. going to be the reason why. Yeah, yeah. So I'm sure we'll see a bunch more of, hey, we also fixed all of these things. Hopefully. Um, hopefully. Yeah, but then a couple more known issues. Things still broken that they've not fixed yet. Linear Fusion Rifle Scavenger granting less heavy ammo and per scavenger brick when equipped with the legendary linear fusion rifles. And the uh, during A Guardian Rises, Shaw Han's cutscene dialogue will be cut off by a public event start dialogue. So if you're trying That's to listen to Shaw Han as you do your new light, you won't be able to hear him. And uh, if you're running around in the Transpose JT-24X exotic ship, the left engine flare is misaligned. So if you're having a hard time keeping your navigation on course, that's probably why. That, that's that's why I kept going to Nessus. Mm -hmm. that, that's it. So yeah, those are our new known issues. There's more known issues. There's an entire article if you want to read more about them or don't. Again, I'm not here to tell you what to do. And now we have movies of the week, which I totally forgot to even look at this week. I was a bit upset that Majestic didn't get his um, one for his... Life now has a cutscene. Mm, I thought that, that, I thought that surely that should be in there, but no, it's not. It's too bad. But what do we have? We have Resist the Legion, the Destiny 2 OST guitar cover. Guess who does love a guitar cover? Uh, Mythical has recreated the Office intro in Destiny 2. And then some Art of the Week of uh, the love affair of grief, grief and rage and forgiveness resolve with Zavala and Keitel. The love affair that we're all waiting for to happen. Very Come on, nice. buddy. It's going to happen. Don't lie to us. And then Rolk embroidery. Someone has embroidered Rolk, silk on linen. This was super hard to get pictures for some reason. I need to figure out a better way to get pictures. <laughs> and who is this? This is Vela, Vela Ragna, Vela Ragna art. Um, anytime anybody embroiders anything, it's amazing because just the amount of time that takes in concentration. Yeah, that that's like that took a excellent. Long time. And uh, yeah, this this week's a wrap. Um, we have a kitty cat sending itself to take us out, and uh, that is our, our this week of Destiny, this week of Bungie, this week yeah. of wherever wherever we are right now. So normally, once the event goes live, there will be a page giving you a bit more of a breakdown of the Solstice event, and um, up on the Bungie help. So, oh. Yeah, I say Bungie Hub, but normally they put it on the main screen of Bungie. If they do, um, hopefully I'll put link that in our show notes if they can get it up in time. But yeah, it's one one worth worth paying attention to the week of because yeah, they usually put put something out probably about the same point they publish whatever our actual patch notes are going to be because again, there there feels like more, and we'll see we'll see what weird issues the Solstice has because my demons point. There's always something a little bit wonky with Solstice because it wouldn't be Solstice if it didn't come out of the box a little bit broken. Yeah. And as we don't have our, our, respawn, our respawn to round up our report yet, which I don't remember how long ago it, he left, but I guess we'll see if when he comes back. And if not, one of us will do his report. Do you want to tell us all about uh, what I should be watching in YouTube land? What good videos we've had this week? Yes, I will. So 
saying that, I found a really cool place this week, only by pure accident, to go and do uh, like the red frame weapons to kind of mm -hmm. either do your red frame weapons or level up the weapons that you've already crafted. I hadn't done the opening mission on my hunter this week to actually get to the Castellum. And I believe it's called Midas. Now, this is the one that takes you up to the Callus throne room. Uh, you go up, look at the, the robot, and then suddenly you're kind of swamped by all these like cabal that are kind of keep coming out of th like thin air, basically. And you have to run down the path back out to kind of complete the mission. What I found is that if you run out the big main door, but stay just outside the main door uh, to the left, yeah, as you're running down to the left, you can just constantly kill enemies that spawn out of thin, thin air on the right mm -hmm. and they drop ammo for you. You can shoot in the doorway and kill some more enemies that constantly respawn. And the big chunky boys with the axes don't come out of the main door. Nobody comes back up the path to kill you. There, there are a few enemies that kind of just spawn out of nowhere further down that shoot at you and, and maybe lob a couple of their grenades at you. But you could constantly farm, I think it's, two dogs and a, like a, a normal cabal and that keep spawning out of thin air. And I leveled up a couple of weapons. I, I got the, you can also pick up the, from the crown of sorrow and do the bounties like the, the deathless rocket launcher that I had a deathless uh, glaive. You can pick up the bounties each day and just go to this point and thing. Unfortunately, you, uh, if you come out of the mission, it doesn't take you back to that area. You have to run, back all the way to that area to do it again because sometimes it'll say right this is a save point because it, it's a uh, a death zone so potentially you have the point of you can just kind of keep swapping your your weapons in and out and upgrading them as quick as possible i mean i was doing the callus mini tool which was going pretty quick as well so i found that rather than kind of fiddling and messing about with the last wish and looking for like trying to get on that wish wall to get to cali to do your crafting, do your your weapon stuff there. This is quite a quick, easy way if you haven't done the mission, because once you've done the mission, it's kind of out of the way. You can't go back to it. But if you've got another character you can do it on, you can always do it like I did this week and still pick up bounties. Yeah, I, I picked up some bounties at the gunsmith as well while I was like flying in and and did that. So I I had I did those. So I found that was quite an interesting way of of um, upgrading your weapons and and doing your weapon testing if if you're kind of looking for a place to do it's quite quick and you've got it still available on a character there you go that's a place to do it yeah yeah so if you do that you just you then just cannot finish that mission no with that character to unlock the castellum because there's no way to go back to it no but as i said you can do the castellum um, or you can do the bounties from the crown you can do everything else on another character you don't necessarily have to do you don't necessarily have to do it this season. If you've completed everything and you've got your, your Reaper seal, then who's it hurting, to be honest? I mean, that mission's mm -hmm. going to be around for like the next six months until it kind of all gets taken out of the game when we get the Lightfall drop, which is when all the seasons kind of disappear for uh, the Witch Queen. So you, you've got access to this place as long as you kind of keep it around and don't complete it. Now, one cool. that I want to kind of shout out, uh, Trask... Uglo, who played with me on the stream this week, pointed me in the direction of Downward Thrust. He did a video, Is Destiny 2 Worth Playing in 2022? 
Um, I watched the whole thing. It was really interesting. And he hit the nail on the head for the majority of the video. It's it's quite hard for new players to get into Destiny, but once they've kind of got past, like, I think he did like 75 hours, he got to the point of that he could actually start to understand the game and understand the mechanics, understand, like, where to go in progression and, and different things. Crucible, he kind of got a little bit wrong, saying that it isn't uh, skill-based matchmaking. It isn't if you're not playing in competitive. Competitive is the only skill-based thing. But the rest of it, you know, with just like connection-based, it's literally every other game mode, even trials, it comes down to connection these days. So I thought that was quite an interesting watch for any new players getting into the game. It kind of gives you a good overview of like what to look out for the pitfalls and is it worth playing and it i think he kind of came to the realization it's it's a fun game and this is why we're still here playing the game all these many years on if you're trying to convince somebody to pick up the game or uh, pick it back up point them in the direction of downward thrust video is destiny 2 worth playing in 2022 it is linked in our show notes but you can also search it up yeah Sorry. yeah yeah and then, and that's one thing we and I know you know Bungie themselves have said this is a challenge of how do you get people into an into this game that's been going on, you know, story wise since 2014, and as a Destiny 2 product since 2017, how do you get people into this world? Because the game has never done a good job explaining what it is you're doing, what these things, you know, what a Crucible is, what a Gambit is, what you do there, how it's different. Yeah, so yeah, that's, it, it's nice that people are. We should we should collect some of this stuff up. That you know these sort of good resources for you know, new light or people coming back into it, or yeah, just I've been away from the game for six months or a year and it's all a totally different game than when I left it. How <laughs> help me, help me get my bearings again. <laughs> well, that's the thing. I mean, he said that he, he played it on and off and coming back to the game where they'd taken out the red war, where they'd taken out the forsaken campaign. It's this really disjointed version of uh, trying to explain there's no kind of big cut scene to say right this is what has happened since you've been away or this is what happened at the beginning of destiny 2 and this is the point where we're at now because you now get to the point like i think we said over the last couple of weeks that we are playing alongside Keitel, who is this big cabal and in the first couple of missions and things that you're introduced to all these different enemies you're fighting against cabal and then suddenly you get to the main point and you're following this storyline it's like who's this person and why are we you know why are we fighting ghosts of this this big callous person what's going on who's ghoul it's like it, it makes no sense as a new player coming in which i completely agree with it's just yeah they need to have kind of got that bit sorted out and i mean he was saying about shorthand you know you go it says you're you're awakened by a ghost like we, we all were in destiny one and you you run through to the cosmodrome and then you're you're met by shorehand who kind of just says right go off and do this and this and this and and eventually you get to the tower three hours later and there's no kind of there's no real explanation for <laughs> new players coming in which i feel some games are like that they're just like well we're going to throw you into it and you just explore and get on with it and but it is hard for new players coming in that want to engage with the game that can't kind of they need that extra little bit of help to get into the game but yeah and, and destiny sort of i don't know i mean i say it's sort of weird like you know th there are there is a campaign there are absolutely campaigns in but it's not like destiny has never been campaign focused it's never like you know people are playing the same campaign six months later like you, you know and again and i you know i draw the similarity to halo another bungee game 
or you know the campaign was a thing you would go and sit down with friends and do over and over and over and over again you know different variations turn different skulls on but it's very much a you know a, a sort of that that was a big part of your game where in destiny it's more like you have that same playlist experience but it's with sort of you know vanguard crucible and gambit you know these sort of three different game modes again with different variations stuff that's sort of the the bulk of what you're replaying and it's great if you know what all those things are but yeah if you're coming into this going well i don't know what <laughs> i don't know what these words mean you know what, what what's a gambit what's a crucible what's a vanguard list what what kind of you know what is it how many people is it what do i need to know yeah it's it's just it's a weird thing to sort of drop you in the middle of and go all right have fun like it's sort of an open world survival type feeling of we're <laughs> going to drop you into this game and you figure it out without the open world you know to go wander around and figure it all out <laughs> i mean it, it is totally worth it and i think nearly all the videos that i watch of people saying is destiny 2 worth coming and playing that 99 percent of them get to the conclusion of yes it's a fantastic game but there is that barrier of so many hours beforehand before you can start to understand different things so if you're new to even listening to us if you found us new new to the game stick with it it is worth it in the end you will completely understand the majority of things i mean like we said earlier in <laughs> even as experienced players there are things like this new event or reprised event that's coming out the solstice that even we don't understand until we're actually in the game mode itself to go oh yes okay and even then we still need sometimes a youtuber or bungie to clarify what it is that we're actually trying to do so you're not alone it being a new player it it's the same for experienced players as well it's just there is a, a there's a learning curve but it is worth it kind of to carry on playing and with that if you have been playing for some time plunder the booty this is one specific one i'm shouting out this week which he only released today which i thought was quite cool is all three mementos that you can get from doing grandmasters you can flawless on trials and playing gambit you get mementos that drop and i think it's one or two of uh, i think it's only one one for each uh, memento that can drop so you can have one of each in your inventory until you kind of slot it into your crafted weapons but he's got a video going over all three mementos on all craftable weapons so it's just kind of a screen showing you all the different weapons that you can get and all the different mementos of how they kind of look on the weapons. And even down to the point of with like the uh, opulent set where you can get the ore string, you can get the callus mini tool with the different ornaments that you can that you've been able to purchase over the last couple of weeks in Eververse or if you've earned them in the menagerie uh, recent uh, previously that you can equip and what they look like with the mementos as well. So that was quite nice. It's about a 25 minute long video. Um, not much speaking, but it kind of just shows you what they look like. So if you are looking at your mementos or if you want, if you do get a memento and you're thinking, which one do I really want to put it on when I do get it? And it'll kind of give you a look of, because you can't actually see what it is until you've actually crafted it and put the memento on there. So you're kind of caught in a, catch 22 position of if you put the wrong one on or the one that you you've then got to go and get another memento and sometimes like playing trials flawlessly isn't that easy to do i mean grandmasters again for some people isn't that easy to do so you want to kind of use your resources as sparingly this will hopefully kind of help you in that 
next we have Majestic again doing another cutscene for the Oarstringer, which is quite cool. Uh, only a couple of minutes uh, long, but in that same art style of the ink blots that we've seen through Destiny, they've done one for the Oarstringer. So maybe this one will be Movie of the Week. He's got to put hashtag Movie of the Week alongside this to get it out there. But I thought we'll just highlight it this week. It looks pretty cool. Sneaky Beaver this week has the perfect Callus Mini Tool roll. So go check that out if you're looking to craft your Callus Mini Tool and you're looking for a roll for PvP or PvE. They go over some of the roles that you may look for and ones to avoid. True Vanguard this week went over his top best five legendary sidearms and then a continuous tier list of all the other legendary sidearms that are in the game. And some of his top five might surprise you. It, they, a couple of them did surprise me, but he's a prolific sidearm user. And he said in his video, like he's been asked so many times over the last couple of years, can they he make a sidearm video of what are the ones, are the, the best ones, or in his opinion, are the best ones. So he's actually gone and done it. And I'm looking at maybe a, seeing if I can get a Keening, which is one of the first ones that he kind of goes over. Uh, I, I checked my, my vault. I don't have one. This is this is uncommon for me that I don't have one. Normally, I see <laughs> one. I go, that looks like a good role. I'll stick it in my vault. I haven't got one. So I'm now going to look for one on I've his recommendation. I've certainly deleted a number of those. but <laughs> Yeah, I, I, I remember <laughs> deleting them. Um, Truds has the Hunter PvP build that broke the community. Now, this is the one that is with the Omnioculus chess piece, which is your exotic chess piece, that has... Various different things of uh, using smoke grenades and making you and your team invisible. And who did I play with this week? Was it in Caskill? I think it was in Caskill this week that I played. I actually played some trials this week, and he was using it to make us go invisible, which was quite fun. Yeah, I think I think I saw I saw some of the Discord chatter. I think it was in Caskill for a bit. Yeah, uh, it must have been. Yeah, I did in the Discord. I think, didn't I? Did you play the other? Uh, I can't remember the other name you mentioned earlier. I, I know I played. I played at the beginning of the week or oh, on Tuesday after I'd done the podcast. So I think it was in Caskill. Was that in Show General Chat? I think. Yeah, I can't remember where. I, I remember. I remember seeing you. You said you played with someone in trials. I don't. Yeah. Don't remember where I saw it. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to say in Caskill. If I, if I got it wrong, I didn't. I got it wrong. So you, yeah, in Caskill. You know who you were if you played with Night Demon in trials this week, and he yeah. appreciates you. I do. Uh, and um, so this is with the. The build of making you go invisible or making your team go invisible and sneaking up on people with the exotic shotgun the lord of wolves which seems to have made its rounds again of just being overused by hunters that are invisible in the crucible even playing iron banner this week have you seen this with like invisible hunters suddenly sneaking up on you with a, a lord of wolves shotgun this is the rapid fire shotgun they kind of they have to be in your face now i mean it was nerfed from being like stupidly long distance to you literally have to be up on the person to kill them but it's a rapid fire shotgun that just blasts you into oblivion mm -hmm. so yeah. hunters have been yeah. using that with the omnioculus and being invisible for literally the entire game and mm -hmm. the the number of corners i've i haven't haven't seen lord of wolves again that i directly remember but certainly the number of times i've run around corners where there was nobody there only to be shotgunned by a hunter waiting for me yeah that's <laughs> mm-hmm so if few. you want to know more about that build, <laughs> Truds goes into detail about the build itself. And if you want to try it out, go and copy the, the build. You you don't want to know more about it. It's not worth doing. You Just do. don't do it. Shh, it's fine. <laughs> uh, 
And then following on from that, iFrostbolt did top five builds this meta to go flawless in PvP. Now, um, I'm sure. If yeah, you say so, sir. Can we get a can we get a version of that mixed with fallouts of five or six builds to use if you suck? Yeah. <laughs> and the top one that he had was a Titan with Laurely Splendor, which was quite fun. The second, I think, was the Invisible uh, Hunter. So, but that was his top five builds. I'm not sure if it's going to make me go flawless, but it might make somebody out there go flawless. So. There's go, a chance. Go with it. Yeah, there is a chance. Cool guy mm-hmm. has his Staccato 46 Scout Rifle PVE guide, which is the I think it's a it's a really fast firing one. I think it's the 180. Um looks really cool. It's got the Suros kind of dragon bird thing down the side, red and white. It's a well drop, so look out for it. He goes over some really cool rolls for you if you are interested in that scout rifle. And with the scout rifle changes coming up. It's hopefully going to be a good one to take into Arc 3.0. And he also has another video going over the Without Remorse shotgun, and that's a PvP guide on what you should be looking out for on crafting. I mean, he touches on PvE on it, and he's, he recommends that you don't get incandescent on it because, in his view, uh, a Drang Baroque, the sidearm, is better with the incandescent because you're not using special bricks, whereas with the shotgun, mm. you're using... You're trying to get more special bricks. I suppose it's not too bad in PvE, but for what it can do, you can do with a Drangbrook or a Callus Mini Tool easier and all the time, basically, because you have unlimited bullets with you with those. And so go and check out his guide. He had some really good points on that shotgun because it is a fantastic feeling shotgun. I, I really enjoy it. And um, it a couple is. of other people have said that they've enjoyed using it for the feel. So guys got a guide for you on what perks you should be looking out for on that one time sausage gaming has a psa on two hidden emblems that you may have completely missed now these are ones that require you to have linked your bungee account to your destiny account which the majority of people do but going to your bungee rewards and checking out your bungee rewards because if you've got 7777 solar kills this season you do have the chance of getting an emblem and if you've completed i think it's the Week one challenges, all 10 of those, there's another emblem. So go and check the Bungie rewards and see if you need to do any more to get those. But go and check out Time Sausage Gaming to see what they look like because you may not even want them. So just go and check that out. Uh, Fallout Plays has a classy restoration mod video. It's, um, basically saying, do you really want to see what this does? And I did. I clicked the video and I was unaware that people have been doing this, but obviously higher skill players had been doing it is that classy restoration actually works if you are on like on if you slide off of a kind of box or off a mantle off of something you know if you slide off of something you can activate your class um your class ability and it will give you classy restoration without using up your class ability so he was showing you like sliding off of a box and activation activating your class ability on a warlock and a titan a must preference and getting the classy restoration buff without actually losing said like ability and people have been doing this in pvp and i think it was more of a bungee hey look what this is doing hey community if you feel that you know classy restoration is playing an important part in people taking you down just know this is what it's doing and you can do the same so check that one out 
Uh, I mentioned the Scarrow video going over Disjunction versus Frontier. And Plunder the Booty's channel, go and check out him for any kind of really cool builds this season. Fantastic time and effort that he has put in. And Cheese Forever this season, constantly keeping us up to date with cheeses. This week, there's a Telesto glitch. Who knew there'd be another Telesto glitch or Telesto thing that you can do? Something becomes Telesto, silly biscuit. <laughs> it's a Telesto glitch. You shoot can shoot, walls. yeah, you can shoot through walls and kill bosses without even having to do said activities. And the same, I believe it's with the Titan Sword. The I can't remember what it's called. The the big one that you can only get for the Titan that does a big slam. Basically, does the same. Basically, it's a Titan Sword, which is a Celest Celesto splitter. So we're going to call it a Celesto. No, it's the Crown Splitter. Yeah, called the Celesto. No, the Crown Splitter. Celesto Crown Splitter, Wall Splitter. It all does the same thing. Um, yeah, yeah. I saw Telesto report tweeted that it was time to reset the timer. So. <laughs> <laughs> and then we have some Grandmaster Nightfall guides. If you're looking to do those. Cheese Feather has an infinite revives in a GM Nightfall Cheese. Now, this is one I know that Fallout did exactly the same video about two days afterwards, but Cheese was the initial one that I saw. I think it was about well, nine days. Cheese anyway, so he still gave Cheese credit. Fair enough. So, this is with going into Nightfalls. And if you die, rather than wait for somebody to revive you, you can go to Orbit. I, I will not actually go to orbit you i think you can turn off your machine cheese goes over the, the details of doing it but basically turning off your console turning off your pc whatever and then coming back loading into the game it doesn't use up your revives and this is something that bungie had implemented with this new season of not um oh the disconnection saying that you can protection. join back on the fire team without losing progress and things protection oh interesting using it so now people are using it as a cheese in game mm -hmm. so getting around being revived you know what happens whenever somebody uses something for their own benefit bungie has to remove it well bungie will tweak it. it but not before the end of the season i don't think yeah, uh if you're years. interested in doing all the gms all of uh, them as across has a complete list of nightfall grandmaster nightfalls with builds now this is him and his team playing through the nightfalls all six of them and then up on the screen he goes through each person's build, so you kind of have to pause it to see what they've got equipped for that build uh, if you want to kind of get your team together and do those. But then we also have each week as they come out that people that haven't got access to the full range of the Grandmasters yet are doing different uh, Grandmaster guides. So Sneaky Beaver was the previous week with Proving Grounds with Kimber Prime and Mano Destra giving extra tips on that one. This week we have Equagan giving you Insight Terminus GM Guide and Cheese Forever has a boss room cheese spot for you if you're interested in that, if you're struggling. So those are the Grandmaster Guides. And then below that in our show notes we have the Season of the Haunted Guides going over Bobblehead Location, Nightmare Hunting, you name it, it's in there if you need to know what to do this season. And then we have Thronewell Guides if you're just starting with the Witch Queen. Any other kind of hidden things in there, any kind of things you need to know about the raid as well they're all in there as well we, we have a plethora of links there and then we have bungee links below that and anything to do with the game known issues code of conducts look fire team finder crossplay guides anything you could kind of think of and then we have some useful guides below that kingsley mac has a known issues list if you're interested in that 
links to the Lowly Devs website, Destiny Recipes, DP Gunsmith, Destiny Emblem Collector, Blueberries.gg, Destiny Podcast List. If you're interested in listening to other podcasts, there's a full list of other podcasts. The 100.io that we do with the Guardian Hub, the Guardian Down. If you want to kind of get into groups that are doing raids, dungeons, and things like that, you can click that link. That will take you to the 100.io. Sign up there, and then you can join our group with all the other podcasts that we do it with and get in on some of these fabulous raids and dungeons and any other activities that you need to do. Find some nice guardians that would help you. So there's those. And it you sounds know, like Respawn you know is now back. Also have? Yeah, I'll say, you know we also have? A Respawn Report Roundup. Respawn man himself drove through the sinking state of Florida through the torrential rains to bring you his report. Florida's not sinking, the oceans are rising. Let's get that straight. We're proud to officially join the incredible team at PlayStation. We're excited for the future of our company and we're inspired to bring together players from all over the world from lasting friendships, sorry, to form lasting friendships and memories. I remember the last time you guys had a partnership with PlayStation and you kept giving them exclusives. not going back to that again um dmg says hi the agreement to acquire bungie has closed so now we can officially say welcome to the playstation family at bungie yeah Yeah, a bunch of people this week were like didn't that already happen months ago they announced Uh, months ago i guess you know all all of the paperwork signed all the happy it's official that bungie and playstation are a thing bungie and sony i guess technically Okay, uh, Paul Tassi says, four times more people have solo flawless duality than have crafted Epicurean and fixed odds and fixed odds combined lol. He's talking about a, a Destiny Reddit thread that says basically that. It says the analytics info available off of Charlemagne are kind of crazy. As of this post, only 3,236 people have unlocked the Epicurean for crafting and 6,549 have done so for fixed odds. How many people have solo flawless duality? Arguably one of the hardest things you can do in the game. 41,404. <laughs> more, more people have done a very hard PvE, PvE thing than gotten enough drops of weapons to craft them. Yes. Yes. Bungie, I think that's them telling you your red water drop weights drop rates are ridiculously low. You might need to look into that. Okay, uh, we got a Reddit link. That's just a Reddit link. Let's see what it says. There. Oh, it's that's the link to that thing. Huh. Yeah, it was just, it was just just the link in case ninety wanted to throw it in the show notes of the actual Reddit post versus just the screenshot of the Reddit post. From ah. the tweet. A Mac at Mactix G One says Grandmasters are the new PVE endgame. There's no doubt, but they are really starting to lose their shine. We've been running the same handful of strikes for the past five seasons now. We need to involve the old strikes and continue to add new ones. No more battlegrounds, please. (laughs) He continues to say there are currently nine vaulted strikes. Savathun Song, Pyramidian, Hollowed Lair, Broodhold, Will of Thousands, Strange Terrain, Tree of Probabilities. I didn't like that one. 
a garden world, and festering core. In a world where GMs are as played as they are, in a world where GMs are as played as they are, it just doesn't make sense. Uh, moving on, Mijango at Mijango Coding says, at Charles' report, that explains why it was so painful to collect data this weekend. Interactive versions of the charts can be found here. I'll add them over the next few days. Let's see what they look like. Those are ones that were sort of going around the community this week of showing the breakdowns of each class and how many exotics they were, you know, like what percentage of the people playing trials were using different exotics and just how absolutely dominant they're like the winters, uh, the, uh, the two exotics for the hunter and the warlock were, whereas the Titan, it was sort of everyone uses a little bit of everything. I just, I, I'd seen a bunch of people talking about these charts. So I just threw a link in there because, because the live data is also there about, you know, because like the charts that were screenshotted at some point, but then there's like you know live data of up to the date, you know, up to the minute stuff of who's using what where, which is just it's interesting because we we're always you know we were always asking for data, going well, who's you know you say everyone's using the stompies, well, show me who, who's everyone, how many is everyone? Actually, people are still using stompies despite the nerf. Look at that, twenty five point seven percent of people still using stompies. Like nerf, ha <laughs> ha, what nerf? <laughs> anyway. Golly, there are so many hunters that play. Woo! Yeah, about half half the trials community is hunters. So yeah, it's uh, it's not surprising that you see all the hunters because exactly. that's what they all are. Based on thirteen thousand samples, none eighteen percent of people aren't using any exotics in trials. That is surprising. That's actually the biggest chunk of the pie. Believe it or not. Yeah, they're just rolling. They're like, I'm just here. I'm just here to hang out. Right, Gallahorn comes in right behind that at 17. Uh, then no time to explain. Lord of Wolves. Ace of Spades, Last Word, Hawkeye, Lorenz, Driver, Thorn. The Chaperone, Lemonarch with a Horde. And these are getting too small to read. <laughs> yeah. 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 Just interesting. You know, again, more thing. If you're curious of, yeah, what people are running, or if you're going, I want to go, you know, I want to go play trials or I want to go try something out. What are people using for my class? Well, there you go. Now, this is a pretty good chart right here. Like, this doesn't seem overwhelming. Like, okay, Ostringer is 9% and Beloved is 5.2%. But it's not like Ostringer is like 90%. You know what I mean? Yeah. 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 So, yeah. Like, like I mean, that, that sort of tell, to me says we have a pretty healthy community of weapons of, you know, it, it's not everybody using one thing versus what exotics are you, are you all using? Well, half, half our community of hunters are using a single exotic. That seems like a... Bungie's, you know, it, you know, it, whether it's too strong, too weak, whatever, that's usually Bungie's going to say, you're all using the same thing. Quit it. Because if there's one no. thing Bungie hates, it's everyone using the same thing for too long. In saying that, hand cannons are the most used weapon. And of those Shocking. hand cannons, the Ostringer is the most used hand cannon. Oh, yeah. So, and people love their Ostringers. They do. Okay. All right. Well, there you go. You guys got got to take a look at that. There's a link in the show notes if y'all want to dive deeper into it. I am not. Uh, then we have the inspection data sheet. Explore and run machine learning code with Kaggle notebooks using data from Destiny 2 Crucible dataset. If yeah, that was just, yeah, it was just the link to the where that data comes from. Right. Um, we have Rick at Blueberries GG. By the way, the Nightfall weapon dropping from the Insight Terminus Nightfall is the DFA hand cannon. 
Four rotation plus guides are here, and he's got a link, and this link probably shows the four rotation and the guides. <laughs> and that's exactly what it shows. There you go. Yeah, because like, yeah, uh, that's always a question of what, you know, what weapon is, is dropping, and do I want to play a bunch of Nightfalls? So. Yeah, it looks like the rocket launcher of the hothead will be... Uh, I don't know. I don't know how to read this. But there's a later. link. Yeah, how to read it later. Yeah. Go to blueberries.gg. He has a bunch of links and guides. Yes, sir. Isn't and it not the wooden of nothing next week? Well, I was looking because I wanted to see how far ahead, because I wanted to farm like the rock launch, right? So if this is what's dropping and the guide for it, right? It shows what's dropping, you know, a list of what's dropping, right? So I went down yeah. to the hot head and I was seeing if it would tell me what week and what nightfall. It would be dropping in, and it does not. Not that I can see. Well, next week we have the Warden of Nothing, which should be dropping the duty bound auto rifle. So that's and one worth farming. Whereas we the have, Silica Neuroma was not. Uh, we have Barrier, Unstoppable, and the see, other on one. This chart, it shows the Horus at least is next. Hmm. No. No, that's July 26th. Where do you see that date at? Well, Seeing as Parody's already told people Warden of Nothing is next week from This Week at Bungie. Right. I'm not talking about what Parody said. I'm trying to see how accurate this link we're about to hand out people is. Okay. Next week in Destiny. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. And if you scroll up in our show notes, I've got the list of them, and it tells you July 19th is Warden of Nothing with Duty Bound. We have Barrier, Unstoppable, and Overload champions available. The shields will be, I think it's Arc and Void. And there'll be extra damage dealt with, 25% extra damage dealt with Solar. And an extra damage received by Solar is 50. Moving on. We have uh, a link here that takes us to how much you get, how much experience you get or how much progress you get towards your red border weapons and your crafted weapons inside of Team Scorched. So just by having your weapons on you in Team Scorched, you get plus 40% advance on red border weapons and a 15% advancement on crafted weapons. There you go. So just have get you that mad experience bump. And since Mayhem is up next week, you can do the exact same thing with Mayhem. Slap the weapons on you want to work on and don't fire them a single time. And this apparently is in the U.S. only. Sorry, Night Demon. Actually, I'm not sorry. Uh, beginning Saturday, people experiencing a mental health crisis will be able to call or text 988. The hotline will provide 24-7 free and confidential emotional support around the country to those in mental health distress. Well, there you go. America, you have a, instead of a 911, you have a 988 number. Well, also 911. Otherwise, you'd be out of a business. Telesto report says, we set the clock! New bug, Telesto damaging server mission boss through wall. Uh, and then there's that Telesto cheese they mentioned earlier. And last but not least, we have Destiny the Game Xbox Summer Sale includes... Destiny expansions! Yay! With discounts up to 50% off. So those of you that have swapped consoles, jump ship, or you're just generally missing out on some of these expansions, 
Like you got the Witch Queen, thirty dollars instead of fifty. You got uh, Destiny Two Forsaken, it's ten bucks instead of twenty five. Thirtieth anniversary bundle is twenty instead of thirty one. Yeah, everything here is is for sale. So if you just need some some DLC and not some TLC, this is this is this is your week. Go go handle your business, bruh. Handle your business. And that's it for the respawners report roundup. Dun, 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 dun. Yeah. If, it's, if it's on sale on Xbox, it's probably gonna be on sale on Steam and PlayStation 2. So uh Stare at your stores, go buy the things you don't own. And then you can play all the things. So many things. So so unless there's anything else secret, I think it's this is where we tell the people, thank you for joining us. Your Titans are parody night keeping. Your hunter is no one responds in real life. Your lore scribe has abandoned us and has brought us nothing. So he is not here, he is not ARF. You should email the show at two titans and a hunter at hotmail.com or on Twitter at two titans underscore hunter. That's two titans and a hunter, all spelled out for email. Number two titans underscore hunter on Twitter land. Or really just type in two titans and a hunter everywhere. Look for the lovely neon dragons. That's us. You'll find us. We're here. We're there. We're on Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, Twitch. Periodically, go follow us on Twitch and you'll see when night even streams there. Because there's going to be some random time if you're in the U.S. and less random times if you're not in the U.S. Uh, listen to the show on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify, Audible, everywhere fine podcasts are sold. If you want to see a video version of the show, you too can watch it on YouTube because it's there and it's fun. And, um... We appreciate you. Thank you for listening. Thank you for hanging out. And uh, until next week, gents, tell the good people goodbye. Yeah, th- thank you for all the feedback. And if you can't catch us on Twitch, we will also broadcast on YouTube as well at the same time. Excellent. Is it deuces? Did you say deuces? Oh, no, you cut me off. Okay. People don't get deuces. No deuces for them. Deuces. No, it's not. No deuces. Not a single deuce. And if you feel like watching the raw, uncut, real version, then come hang out with me at No One Responds in Real Life, all spelled out, and see what the show is like behind the scenes before the sound effects and the squawks and the squeaks and the... And the not child-friendly, though. Not a talking. child-friendly show. Mm-hmm. If you want to Which hear the naughty the words... edited version. Yeah, right. If you want to hear the naughty words, go to twitch.tv slash no one responds in real life. If you want to hear the less naughty words, twitch.tv slash two titans and a hunter. Okay. If you want to hear the Floridian man, no one responds in real life. If you want to hear the British man, two titans and a hunter. If you want to hear me, um, listen to the show because I don't do anything else. And uh, Not yet. that's what you get. <laughs> two titans and a hunter, a Destiny 2 podcast. But yeah, it- had great fun for the last couple of days uh, streaming, so that was good fun. Um, so I'd like to thank Trash. <laughs> Sorry, Trask. Trask Orgo, who was... No, a- no, no, no. What, what was his name? Trask Orgo. Trash <laughs> what? I would like to think all the trash Orgo. that I played against. I mean, no. <laughs> Or with. Or yeah. am. Trash yeah. Orgo. He listens to the show. <laughs> oh, goodness gracious. Great balls of fire.